Well, hello, people of Defender House, and welcome to another big roundup review. What's big roundup podcast? Big roundup podcast, yes. Big roundup podcast. I always nail it, dude, right out yep. of the gate. Uh, if you are new to the channel, you probably have no idea what this is because we haven't done one in <laughs> five months, six, yep, six months? Five months. The last time we did one was just Cyberpunk. Like a three-hour yep. chat on just Cyberpunk. Oh no, no, it was a four-hour chat. Oh my god! It was, was it three really? hours and three hours and fifty-six minutes. Oh my god! How did I even <laughs> do that? I was hungover when I did that as well. Yeah, that was. Uh, uh, so yeah, uh, you are excused if you don't know this uh, show exists because you know twenty twenty happened and video game development kind of slowed down in some capacity, at least. In the capacity which we focus on in this series, yes. which is like the more AAA blockbuster stuff. Uh, we have a podcast where we talk about stuff which has filled the months, like uh, indie stuff, spin-off games, these little projects. A uh, quick shout out, by the way, before we get into these big games, to It Takes Two. Oh, yes. Uh, I just wanted to take a little second to, I don't know, give that game some praise because we talked about it on the podcast and it feels like it probably is big enough to be on this show, but there was like nothing else around the release of that game. And I yeah, hundred percent. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought it up because I, I yeah I, I had forgotten I wanted to do the same thing. It, it came out just like yeah. it was on its own. It came out at the end of March, mm -hmm. and yeah, it just sort of missed the timing window. But it, it I think is definitely a big enough and cool enough thing to have probably should have been discussed here in a more formal fashion because that game <laughs> was really good yeah that game was fantastic uh if you don't know we have a podcast uh the last uh, i was gonna say issue last episode of the podcast is where we talked about it takes two in detail uh yeah. me and jameson both loved it it was a yeah. fantastic game uh probably the most frenzied paced game i've ever played in my entire life that game is on something Maybe Joseph Fares <laughs> is on something. I don't know. I think... Can you watch us play that game? Or does the Twitch VODs disappear after a certain amount of time? Could we stream that game? I I don't know. I think it depends on how you have it set up on your end. I, I think they'll be there for a long time, I think. Yeah. So you might be able to watch us play that entire game. It was really good fun. I love that game. <laughs> it was. It was, yeah. Really surprised by just how much better it was than... What was the last one called? A Way Out? A Way Out, yeah. Yeah, I cannot wait to see what that that studio does next. Hazelight? Hazel? Yeah, Hazelight, yeah. It was very it, it was very good, and it's sort of a shame that we didn't talk about it in a more... I mean, we talked about it on the podcast, but, you know, in, a, in like a super dedicated, formal setting, because... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it deserves it. it. it, it, it was, it, and it was a really nice... I remember what I was going to say. It was a really nice kickoff to uh, games being back in some capacity, because... Hmm. Even though it was a few weeks earlier, but we only got to it in like mid-late April um, yeah. because of my move. And so that, it was like, bomb through that and then new video games were coming out a week later. Um, so yeah. it, it was a nice kickoff to the year because prior to that, there were, uh, there have been no, I don't know if uh, people realize there have been no games. No. Nothing has come out for for like six months. <laughs> oh, I noticed. I noticed. It's, but, it makes it makes sense, but now there are video games again. Yeah, they really have started trickling back out. So today we are going to be talking about Returnal and Resident Evil 8. Resident Evil Village. Resident, Resident Evil, Evil Village, yes. 8 Village. I don't know. 
<laughs> yeah. I, yeah, well, how are they going to incorporate IX? It would be IX, yeah. Well, I said, I suggested, I suggested Resident Evil 6. <laughs> I reckon they, they probably will Resident Evil and the, the six criminals or something. But, uh, yeah, that would be pretty funny. Or or I saw someone saying crucifix, you know. Oh, But I, I hope yeah. they don't do that because, like, religious-y, like, that gives me, like, Outlast vibes and I, I don't want that. Uh yeah. They need to incorporate some sort of space term with an IX in it and go to space yeah. for nine. That I mean, should happen. It feels like it's, it's like a final, um, it's like a Fast and Furious franchise arc exactly. really, at this point. Yeah. If the last Fast and Furious movie is not in space, they will have fucked up. Yeah. And that absolutely. logic applies to Resident Evil as well. <laughs> there will never be an end <laughs> to Resident Evil though. No, no, of course. But, you know, th- this chapter of Resident Evil, and they'll reboot it again and sure. turn it into an RTS or something. Oh, God. Yeah, very PlayStation-heavy lineup as well. Mm. Even though Resident Evil 8 is on everything, you know, PlayStation. Yeah, Yeah. Anyways, well, we we'll used our it. PlayStation, and we, we will that will come into play, let me tell you that. <laughs> I'm sure. But let's go uh, chronological and start with Returnal, the first PS5 exclusive, right? Well, no, I mean, there were like, you know, there were some launch games, right? I mean, Demon Souls. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> and excuse me, Astro's Playroom, you yeah, son of a yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game uh, of the you... Year. So this is actually, if you think, is it, isn't it the second one? Because Miles Morales is on PS4. Yeah, Miles Morales is on PS4. I mean, Astro, Astro is, yeah, know. you know, it barely counts. But um, Demon Souls, but I mean, Demon Souls also barely counts because it was it's Demon Souls. It, it's a twelve year old video game. Right. Like, uh, I yeah, I think it's fine to call this like the first real original new PlayStation IP Five thing. video game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, From House Mark, is that right? House yeah, Mark. House Mark. So the last time we saw those guys was Resogun. Uh, well, when the PS4 launched, unless I missed something along the way. They 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 were still putting games out. They put out a few more, you know, uh, top-down sort of Resogun-like games. Uh, oh, the okay. one that I did play was Alienation. Um, okay. Actually, I played a few of them, but Alienation was the one that was I played quite a bit of. And Alienation was actually really good. It was sort of like oh. a Diablo, like a sci-fi Diablo-ish game. But with like you know the bullet hell and yeah. uh, really cool visuals and that underrated game, uh, yeah. but yeah, I've never even heard of it honestly. No, I know that's the, that's the problem that they were having. I think is that uh, you know those types of games just sort of come and go. Even though they you also know, kind right? of look the same. It's like a steam exactly. shovelware type situation where you look at it and it's like I've seen this game fifty thousand times. Yeah, and and they, it was a genre or a, a sort of a type of game that had, I would say, run its course. And mm-hmm. and they said so as much. Like, they put out a few games after Resogun, and none of them did well. And then they were like, Arcade is dead, I think it was their, like, slogan they used yeah. when they said, we're, we're going to try other stuff. And then they went through, like, a weird period where they were... I think they 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 were working on a battle royale, you know, Ugh. when that phase started, and they canceled that thankfully, and uh, and then started working on Returnal. Yeah. Um, so it's a third party PS5 exclusive, which you don't see a lot of, and uh, and like a major step up from 
let's just, you know, yeah, Resogun to Returnal is, uh, there's a leap there. Yeah, I was... A a big one. (laughs) I was very interested when I saw the trailers for this game because it's such a strange twist of that bullet hell genre. Mm -hmm. They've kind of melded it into something a little bit more familiar to people who play AAA games and are looking for that type of shooter. And I think it was a very intelligent move. If I do say so, because it kind of they're kind of keeping the spirit of what they do as a studio, but uh, twisting it into something that's gonna you know be more marketable. I would oh, yeah. say. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's sort of jumping ahead a little bit, but the ways in which this is like absolutely a housemark game are fascinating. You know, yeah. the, the the bullet hell aspect of it in a third person shooter setting is really clever to keeping their identity and also feels pretty unique like i can't think of an equivalent yeah uh, i remember i was uh once i beat the game i was watching one of my favorite streamers play it and they were getting annoyed because twitch chat likes to go is this like gungeon meets dark souls meets metro and it's like no it's it's really its own thing and like obviously as you play it you'll see things that are you know slightly inspired by different action games but of course yeah it really does feel like a unique thing. And I don't know if you want to uh, jump in at any point, um, but I I think the format of Returnal is maybe the most interesting part to me because it was advertised as a roguelite game, and I don't think that's correct at all. I, it's not really a roguelite. It more just borrows features and elements from the roguelite genre to kind of pad out this, not linear, but straightforward arcade action game in a way that's really interesting. Um, should we just say, before we get in mm-hmm. to specifics, what we think of Returnal? Yeah, sure. So, I do have a couple of... Th- I have some things of... There's a couple of things I don't like that much about Returnal, or a couple of things... I was a little bit disappointed in. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes down to what's important, uh, which is the gameplay, uh, and if it's fun, yeah. Uh, Returnal kind of fucking rocks, dude. <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah. It um, kind of rocks, man. I can't yeah. believe it. I wanted to preface this by saying I think this will be one of those chats where there's a, a lot of constructive criticism um from me at least uh and probably from you as well it'll be i think it'll be one of those chats where there may end up actually being a lot of like oh i wish you know this was different or they improved this Uh, but those chats come from a place of they come when we like the game and um yeah i really like returnal a lot i think it's super fucking cool it's Um, yeah wow this game rips and and i really didn't expect that at all like i i i you know, a month ago was like, are we going to get Returnal? Like, I don't, uh, it's, I don't know. Like, it's, uh, it just wasn't really on my radar the way something like Ratchet or even Resident Evil 8 is, you know? It was just sort of like, ah, sure. I wasn't sure if you were going to like it at all because Bullet Hell, I'm not sure if, like, it's your thing and and there's bosses and it's difficult. For like, we'll get to it, but for like six hours, I don't know if I did like it. Mm, Interesting, okay. But yeah, I, 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 I 
really like Returnal. It's super fucking cool. Oh my god, um, this game is so fun. It's so it, fun. Yes, yeah. Uh, it, it does sort have of, problems, though. It does have problems. It does, it does. But like, it. there's a lot to talk about because it is, like you said, it's it's a it's a super unique package, and yeah. it's it's lazy and reductive to say it's like this game plus this game plus this game, mm-hmm. even though there is some accuracy to that. There are a lot of, but every game is like that nowadays. Every game has, you know, echoes of like, oh, there's, you know, some of this in here. There's a little doom in here. There's a little control in here. There's a little Metroid in here. But as a whole, it it, it feels completely original. Yeah. Uh, even though there are lots of, of similarities um, in a lot of different places uh, to, to other games. It comes together to make a package that feels super fresh. Yeah, uh, it really does. And, and in a way that makes me really excited and hopeful for Sony stuff mm-hmm. going forward because they've... I feel like last year was the peak of Sony becoming sort of predictable in terms mm. of their first-party oh, yeah, yeah. titles. The sad dads. And, you know, yeah, and like I've liked a lot of the Sony games. We both have, right? Yeah. I mean, th- they have put out a lot of good games in the last generation. Uh Uncharted's Last of Us, you know, uh, uh Miles or Spider-Man, God of War Horizon, all those days gone, all amazing video games, right? <laughs> um <laughs> But but there was definitely a similar vibe to a lot of them of sort of like very mm. serious uh, third-person action cinematic things. And I think something like Horizon sort of stands apart from those. Same with Spider-Man a little bit. But they, they last year especially was like, here's The Last of Us. Oh. Here's Ghost <laughs> of Tsushima. Oh. It's... <laughs> and I know a lot of people will be like, how dare you insult Ghost of Tsushima, which has apparently become the most beloved game of all time. Um... Yeah, what the they both that about? felt they felt a bit too familiar and Similar. yeah, and looking to the near future with Sony Ratchet, you know, it's like the fourteenth Ratchet game, even though it'll it'll probably be the best thing ever made. It's, <laughs> it's a Ratchet game, right? And okay, Horizon Two, cool. God of War Two, cool. I'm really excited, but like Returnal is like okay give me more stuff like this this generation give me oh, yeah. more weirdo like this reminds me a lot of control um mm-hmm. maybe that's partially because there were a lot of people from remedy that worked on this game because they're like the only two finnish game studios out there it seems like they're mm. both in finland uh, and there's a very similar energy to them but but both returnal and control have like a freshness to them that uh, I want more of from games. Yeah. Returnal more so even, I think, than something like Control. Like, it's just... It's a weird, creative, thoroughly unique thing. And mm-hmm. I want Sony to fund more stuff like that. Yeah. I think this is like... We've had this discussion probably more in the podcast and in the Discord about the weird, like, video game dichotomy of you either get Valheim or you get God of War. And it's like this, right. like just indie early access or the most AAA thing in the world. And there's like this middle area, which is, I don't know, there's just like not a huge amount of stuff in the middle. And it's sometimes the best stuff. Yeah, and it feels like disrespectful nowadays to call it a B game. Mm. 
or like a double A game or whatever, like we we would use that term, especially with the 360 generation. And I think it was pretty accurate back then. You know, stuff like the one we always go back to, Singularity. It was like yeah. that's a B video game in this in all of its ways, and and it's endearing, and that's but like yeah, this sort of middle ground has it's yeah, it's very infrequent nowadays where these sort of somewhere between a huge triple A, it's like a triple A production values applied to indie craziness, yeah. and it's because they all get fucking consumed by Activision and made to create yeah. Warzone. Yeah, like I, you know, control. I think is a is a similar sort of not B game, but like not. It's not a fully triple A game in terms of at least the budget behind the scenes and stuff like that. And yeah, this this in between ground is where some of the coolest stuff comes out of for sure. Yes, and and this is definitely one of those where it's it's not a naughty dog. It's not a God of War game. It's these crazy guys in Finland making a fucking cool, weird thing. It's so um, weird as well. It's a very strange game. I think that was maybe some of the most fun aspects of the game is I really thought it was the pretty classical roguelite format. You go in, uh, you die, you go back to the beginning. Right. But that's not really how it works. And I don't know if I want to dive too deep into the format of the game because, you know, a lot of people don't have PS5s. So there would be quite a lot of people yeah. that have not played this game. Unlike, you know, maybe Resident Evil 8 we can be looser with. But the format of Returnal is really interesting. And as you are progressing, you never really know what's going to happen. And it has a very interesting switch in the midway, which we probably shouldn't go into detail but it's just really fascinating and interesting and experimental. And my favorite part is that it wasn't a roguelite game. It uses a lot of the features of roguelites, like when you die, you go back to the beginning to an extent, and it kind of pads out uh, the runtime of uh, yeah. Returnal. And I definitely feel like you could make an argument that they use the roguelite format to uh, almost like as a bit of a crutch. If you told me they had kind of ham-fisted the roguelite uh, features into this game, like a year before they finished development. They were like, oh, we've only got five hours of gameplay. Let's expand it into X and Y. I maybe would believe that, but they also do it in a way which really works uh, because yeah. this game's fucking fun. So if you yeah. beat it in six hours, you'd be like, well, that sucks. So if you use the roguelite format to rearrange the map a little bit... Uh, have random loot that makes your builds uh, and your playstyle different. Like you might be doing that just to expand the game, but if the game's fun, no one's going to complain because they want to play more of it anyway. Uh, yeah, and that's how yeah. it really works in Returnal. I think there are definitely some aspects of the the sort of randomness, roguelitiness that uh, could use some expansion for sure. Oh yeah. Um, I, we'll just I'll just go into it. Why not? Sure. Uh, like the 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 thing for me that specifically stands out as lacking in that regard is the um, I would call it like the 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 character perk pool, if you know what I mean, like the the abilities, um, the artifacts and the parasites and all that stuff. Yeah, that stuff. Oh yeah. Because as you play more, it kind of starts to reveal itself that like every run in terms of your abilities are is kind of the same it's all about like get your healing up mm -hmm. get your 
adrenaline up. And that's about it. There isn't like um, any legendary ones which make your playstyle go absolutely bonkers, like you kind of want in a Hades, Gungeon, Risk of Rain. We have a god run. You right. can, you know, have a god run, but it's more like you just slowly build up this attrition rather than having something that yeah. makes you a god, if that makes sense. Like I've I've had one or two runs where it's sort of where you know you felt like invincible, and yeah. that's. But, but again, I feel like all that stuff just comes back to health and adrenaline. And I, I would like, I would have liked to have seen more variety. Yeah, like, there's a lot of stuff for melee in there as well. But melee just, just, it's not quite there. No, the melee, um, whatever you call it, lock-on homing, it needs to be expanded. It, yeah, it needs to be more generous, I think. Um, the amount of times you swing at an enemy and you just like swing in front of them and feel like an idiot yeah. is a bit too frequent. It needs a little like DMC magnetism to it. Yes, it does. And like air juggle sort of, you know, like crank that up a little bit. And I think then you'd have some really interesting potential for melee builds and shotgun builds and that yeah. sort of stuff. And that, that would be a cool dynamic because there are a lot of items in there that improve melee and have interesting melee sort of side effects um but aside from that like there yeah i think that's the part for me that is missing the most variety and if if they were to do an expansion um or even just like add new stuff to it the first thing i would hope that they would add would be a bunch of new artifacts and parasites that would change the way the moment to moment yeah sort of power fantasy a bit more it's sort of like background stats, which you know are it there, is, but you don't yeah. notice. Yeah. I want an artifact which like triples uh, bullet speed, and all of a sudden, right. like, I want to see yeah, I, the artifacts. I think I think that's the the most plausible thing that they could add is a bunch of artifacts that change the shooting yeah. in some capacity. Even though the weapons have a lot of good perks to them, um, I think just like the the character progression of a run is more or less the same every time. It's mm-hmm. it's about getting your stats up. And there's some variation in there to for sure. Um Yeah, the consumables are a bit more a bit more spicy. They're a bit more interesting the consumables. They do some wacky things like you land on the ground yeah. and you'll cause a shockwave, which that one sucks, but you know, it that's does. an example of like how it can make you play different. I do think the roguelite elements do a good job of just like mixing up the playstyle. Uh, I'm sure you can pull uh, the guns into that category as well. You know, yeah, they're yeah. random, and the more you play, the more stuff you unlock. Uh, I would say every run does feel moderately different within how long the game is. The game is probably between 15, 20, maybe 30 hours at max. Now, before this game came out, someone said 30 to 50 hours. That was IGN. I was like, you're out of your mind if you take 50 hours to beat this game. 50 hours is Jesus. platinum. Like, yeah, maybe, like, yeah. I would actually say 40 hours. Like, I'll probably end up platinuming it because the if you look at the trophies, they're actually really easy. Like, the, the four oh. remaining trophies are... It's just 100% each biome, which means just finding all the collectibles, basically, which yeah. you're just going to do eventually. Um, and I would be surprised if it took me more than 40 hours to hit that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think you could say 40 hours but that would mean you're 100 like you're 100%ing the video game <laughs> um yes. not 40 hours to beat because it was 15 hours um, mm-hmm. and and 
I was fine with that. Yeah, you, me too. You said it well. Like it, Returnal is in a lot of ways a linear action game. Mm-hmm. It's like a ten-hour. Well, it's actually probably more like a six-hour or seven-hour linear action game that is cleverly padded out to be more like fifteen hours, um, with the possibility to spend as much time as you want in it. Um, but at, yeah, it, it is essentially. A linear action game um, and works well as one I think yeah uh, I think so as well one part of the uh, roguelite formula that you or we have mentioned which is quite classic for the uh, the genre yeah. which I think they did really well uh, which is the randomization of the biomes like each time you come yeah. back and I think they do a really good job of pacing this game really well this game is so addictive and I think yes, yeah. There's I think there's two factors to that. The variation between the rooms is really good. There's mm-hmm. actually, or there can be, a surprising amount of downtime between combat encounters. There's yeah. like little platforming rooms. There's uh, law rooms. There's even one room where you just like run around and burst a bunch of plants because they have loot inside them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do a great job of mixing up what you're doing in the game. You're not you're not just constantly fighting people. And I think like the advertisement made it seem a little bit more action packed than the game is because obviously you're not going to show people walking around no. jumping over yeah. lasers. But I really like the little platforming stuff in the game, even if yes. some of, some of the movement stuff in platforming isn't the best at all times. But the pacing of this game is so good. Oh my god. Yeah. This game is also fast. This game is so fast. You can sprint at all times. There's no full damage. Uh, there's no well, ammo there can to be find. Full damage, but yeah, oh, yes. Like you default, can get a, yeah. a debuff that gives you a full damage. Uh, I know it's like even in uh, certain rooms that may have a long corridor, they'll always put like a zipline thing there just to make that go like a bit faster. Uh, this game flies, which I really wasn't expecting, because in a bullet hell game, I don't know, I just feel like it's a stand your ground and dodge around and shoot type genre. I don't think sprint. I just don't really think sprint. But when you get used to the combat in this game, I don't want to like, skip into different sections of the review. Uh, man, this Two game things, is uh, re- Yeah, related to what you said, before I forget, one is that the room variety is really good. I'm yeah. 32 hours in or so, mm. 33 hours. I'm still seeing rooms I've not seen before regularly. Oh, nice. Um, and that's surprising to me. It was most... No, actually, yeah. In most zones, especially in the later ones, I'm still seeing new new rooms, um, which is cool. Yeah. And regarding the, the speed, um, yeah, I think if you, if you are not moving a lot, you're going to have a hard time with it. Um, because mm. once you understand the invulnerability frames on the dash and these the grapple hook especially the grapple hook um where you're invulnerable the entire time you're in the air uh you 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 start to play it sort of like doom eternal you know where you're just oh yeah you are flying around those levels and if you stop you're going to take like 50% of your damn uh, your health bar is going to disappear because you're going to get hit by like seven different things Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I wonder if that's maybe one of the things that is tripping people up. In, maybe, there, yeah. There is definitely a, you know, a, a not small portion of the audience that regards this game as difficult. And, and I think I understand, I understand it. And I think it's fair in some regards, um, because I think people are bad at using movement in video games. Mm-hmm. That's something I felt for a long time now, like from 
multiplayer shooters like um, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare or and then especially Titanfall, you get in there like on an Xbox or a PS4 playing a multiplayer game and, and everyone's just running around on the ground. And the f- two or three people in the lobby that are uh, using the movement are destroying everyone. And I feel like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, movement abilities is something that people are still not very good at using, which is a shame because good movement abilities take a game from being like an eight to a 10, you know, yeah. in terms of fun for me. And um, there's, so I was going to say, you said it's really well paced. Yeah. And I agree that for the most part. Okay. In like the smaller scale, I agree it's super well paced. Like the runs, it's really hard to not play oh, two and a half hours. That's another thing that should should be made clear. Runs are not 20 minutes in this game. They're no. two and a half hours yeah, if you're doing really a full don't. run. Um, you know, I did one last night or two nights ago, and it was like an hour and 15 minutes. And that was a full three world like that, and that yeah. felt like a speed run. That, that is like a speed, speed run, run, yeah. Yeah. Um but I would say on the the broader part of the pacing was probably the weakest part for me in a weird way. Okay. And it's and it, it it just is because of how I personally ended up progressing through the game. So I it took me almost 6 hours to beat the first boss. <laughs> really no it, it was about five it was like 5 15 i think five hours Damn. 15 minutes to get fast the first boss so i, I didn't mean it long that was, that was no but rude. <laughs> sorry like and the, and so this like the first five hours were rough for me because i like i was not having a good time for the honestly hmm. part of it was because um i was getting used to the controller again oh yeah but i was also just not into the the bullet hell part of it like it took me a while to get used to i'm i'm terrible at dodging in video games like i just tank everything like when we get to re8 i don't think i blocked once in that whole video game (laughs) i just they just hit me just hit me it's fine i'm just gonna kill you like two seconds later i'm terrible at blocking in video games and or or dashing or you know whatever avoiding damage i just like to tank everything if i can if i can build a character to just absorb the damage i'm just going to do that (laughs) um and so those first five hours were really hard because i had to get my head around the fact that you have to you have to dodge you have to dodge through things towards things and and once you once i got past that okay it started to become easier but then where it got weird was so you spend five hours in one biome and that first biome is drab it is gray and rainy mm-hmm. and Dumb. banging your head against that for five hours it was rough um but then what happened was in the at the five hour mark i killed the first boss and i went through most of the second world died and then did one two three all in one go yeah and then four i got stuck on four for you know a couple hours and then did four five six all in one go (laughs) nice and had beaten the game by 14 or 15 hours you know and so what what, the weird part with the progression was you get uh like a metroid like you get um new stuff that act lets you get to new areas uh within the biomes and 
I didn't get to use those for like a really long time. Like I got the grapple hook and was like excited to die and revisit <laughs> the first biome, right? Yeah. Because it's I had been there for like six hours and not been able to use all these grapple points. But instead I got the grapple, beat that world, beat world three, beat world four and then died and i was and then never got to see one through three again for like another 10 hours mm -hmm. and the same thing happened with four five six where i got the abilities from there and then didn't get to go back and use them for a really long time um and so it was sort of a weird progression of like banging your head against the wall and then kind of just like bombing through the rest of it all in one go and then it was only after the 15 hour mark that I had beaten the game that I was finally going back to those starting zones and be like, Oh, now I get to explore and use my things. Um, and so that part was a little strange to me. Um, and I can't necessarily hold it against the game. Cause I, I, you know, kind of just got a little lucky, right? Yeah. You just got, you just got used to it, man. Just, like, I don't think it's that difficult of a game once you get like into it, you know, that's the thing. Yeah. That's also what happened is, I got, like, everything clicked into place. The flow state. Sort of all at once, yeah. And once you click, it is not a very difficult game. Like, it's... No, it's almost a little bit... Uh, this is going to sound so pretentious. Yeah. I, I kind of wish it was a little harder than it was. It's... Um, the difficulty because, is an yeah. interesting talking point in this game because I think it's... It's... it. It's enough to keep you on your toes, right? Like, you oh, have yeah. to be fairly on the ball at it's, all it's times. It's demanding. Yeah, it, it, it reminds me sort of of Doom Eternal in that sense, where it's like, you need to be in the zone. Yeah. And when you're in this, but when you're in the zone, it's pretty easy. I think maybe my issue is I didn't find Biome 3 or 6, however you want to label these biomes, to be any more difficult than the previous biomes. Especially no, yeah. 6. The end of the six game is... 6 is easy. It's surprisingly easy. There's it's like two... easier than 5. Oh, five is a fucking asshole. Yeah. And three is easier than two, I think. For some reason, again, this is like yeah. subjective. I only found two and five to be challenging for some reason. I don't know why. I found I found one and four and to probably be the trickiest ones. Interesting. Mainly it's just like getting, restarting a run and having none of your shit is just, it, you know, it's a hang up. Five is also a bastard. Uh, yeah, those fucking drones were destroying me. But yeah, the the difficulty ramp up in the in a run is is it's fairly level i would say yeah in a lot of ways i kind of wish it ramped up a bit bad. more yeah yeah especially um, in the citadels right yeah the citadel yeah it, it, yeah so yeah that that progression was just yeah you know it, it was just sort of a, a strange um but not i can see that yeah not but it was also it also made the game feel like a f really cool and fun linear action game as well. Like on the flip side of that, and it's more so I've gotten yeah, it's more so I've gotten this interesting replayability from it after beating the game and going through what yeah. was basically like a twelve-hour linear action game. Um, so I, I you know I won't hold it too much. It was just that was something that stood out as being a, a little a little off for me in, in the progression through yeah, it. Yeah, it's definitely um, not like, it's not a smooth upwards curve at any point in that game. No, yeah. We could, we could talk about gunplay because one sure. thing I was quite surprised about in this game is uh, I don't play on controller. Um, I'm a PC gamer. I, uh, I play on controller when I have to. 
Um, I'm obviously not good at shooting with a controller, which we will get to in, you know, like 30 minutes. Uh-huh. Um, but man, I don't know how, but they make this game feel so good to shoot. And it's probably because every gun eventually comes with auto missile missiles and has incredibly generous auto aim. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. thank God, because it feels amazing to play and I'm terrible at con- um, controller combat. Uh, and the fact it feels good is, is, is a miracle. It's a miracle of game design. I don't know how they managed to make me feel good at uh, controller combat, but it's pretty impressive. Also, one thing we haven't mentioned is the dual sense oh my God. <laughs> stuff in the controller uh, is really, really great in this game. And it adds a lot to the combat. It feels like super heavy and impactful. Uh, when, when it first started, I thought it was maybe a bit excessive because it starts with, like the, the rain and the foliage and your controller is just like the whole time. You're like, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to the weapon stuff, uh, it's really great. Uh, the one small thing that might be a bit strange is the the L2 trigger uh, resistance stuff. Mm, uh, takes which some I getting really, used to. I really came to like it because it's just an yes. extra level of agency and thought that you have to put into combat. So p- for people who don't know, you have to actually gently hold down L2 to fire the gun. And you have a special alt uh, superpower move. And to activate that, you hold L2 all the way down like you would in a normal first-person shooter when you're aiming. So you and there's resistance to, to sort of, you know, help you to stop yeah. doing that. Yeah. You're never, like, focusing on it, but you just have to get used to, like, not just, like, kaplunking that trigger down. That was the problem early aim. on, yeah. It's just, like, I, I, I was gripping that thing, <laughs> and it was screwing me up, yeah. But, yeah, uh, this game feels amazing oh, to play The DualSense is so good. Yeah. Like, the, wow. Like... At launch, it was like, okay, Astro, amazing. Like, just amazing mm-hmm. use of this thing. But that was kind of it. Like, I, you know, I didn't yes. notice it in Spider-Man. I didn't notice it in Demon Souls. Bug Snacks, I guess I did notice it, but, like, not in a good way. It was sort of obnoxious, <laughs> but sort of funny as well. Like, everything in that game. But this was, like, the first one where it was like, oh, yeah, okay. Th- this this really can be used in a lot of amazing ways. Uh, yeah. I-, I would say across the board, this is like the f- the first you know killer app that shows off all of the cool features of the PlayStation 5. It it's got the loading times are non-existent and yeah. that's super cool. Um like when you fast travel it takes a second um all of the doors open so fast <laughs> uh that it's actually kind of alarming. Uh, you know, if it was on last gen you'd 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 probably have to stand in front of each door for a few seconds or or something like that. And when you transitioning between biomes, like I know, ex- you know, it's very obvious what they're doing. You can see the, like they're hiding the load, even though it's they're hiding a load that's like three or four seconds while this sort of portal animation starts up. Um, but just walking through a thing and instantly being in the new zone is still really impressive every yeah. time. It's the cool. one that makes the one that I like the most is when you drop into the water and you're in the next zone and it's just like done yeah. and you're in there and it's it's super impressive. And then um a little more specific is the 3D audio which uh, you probably I don't know if you had it set up but um I'm not sure probably not. Yeah, because the, the PlayStation 5 has, like, really terrible audio output options. Um, I ended up 
buying a, a long 3.5 millimeter headphone jack and you plug it into the controller and then plug that into my good headphones and and if, okay. you, if you have your out your audio coming out of the controller it, through the th- through the That's headphone so weird. jack, um, it will always give you 3D audio if you have it enabled and and set up. Um, and it's really impressive, honestly. Like hmm. it's 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 a subtle thing, and it's obviously something that you know you can only describe. You can't you can't convey it without just spending time with it. But it's it's a game that I you know it's normally a game you would think be, would be like all right i can play this with a podcast on or something right but it's a game that i have found myself continually wanting to put the headphones on and get the full audio from because they it's genuinely helpful like you can you can tell where enemies are around you fairly well like when they're sort of behind you or off to your left and right out of view you can hear them and they feel if the sound feels like really accurately placed uh, nice. in a way that is really neat. And they, they use it a few times in fun ways. Also in the house sequences, mm-hmm. um, there's some running, you know, people running upstairs at one point that was like super well played. It was like, wow, that, that really sounded like it was Ooh, okay. in, it fully in 3d. And it's it, so just across the board, all of the technology all of their talking points with the PlayStation 5 feel really well utilized here. And it's uh, it's it feels next genny, even yeah. though nothing about this game could not have been done. Like this could have easily been a, a oh, last yeah. gen game. They just would have had longer loading times and you know lower resolution and things like that. But the the dual sense adds so much to the shooting. The 3D audio adds a decent amount, and the loading times are just the loading times stop you, make it harder for you to stop playing the game. Oh, God, yeah. You know, it's sort of like the God of War thing where they really cleverly hit all of their loads. It makes it hard to put it down when, when yeah. there's no breaks ever. Um, you can skip you know. every cutscene as well, like every little interaction. This game just goes. It just goes, yeah. And that's, uh, it, it's it's really impressive, yeah. And and I think also, like, it looks really cool. It, it yeah, looks me too. good. It's um it's got good art. visual design. Yeah, the art design's really good. The HDR is really good, you know, with all these fun neon glowing lights everywhere. Um It's got that good like um alien, I don't know, like brutalist yeah. architecture stuff going on that I really sort like. Of, sort of some yeah, sinewy, like organic structurey stuff. Uh some alien good, like destructibility and fauna and yeah, cool. yeah. And a lot of like a lot of particle effects everywhere yeah. and um the frame rate problems are weird. I know I feel like you've maybe had them more than I have. It's very oh. strange. Yeah, I've had a quite a lot of visual and obvious drops in the frame rate. Yeah. I, feel I was like... gonna save that stuff because I do have yeah. a little like chunk of negatives. Sure. And we're in yeah, positive like we can, zone. We, we can save it. We can save it. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. You know. Um I think the boss fights are really good. Oh my god, we haven't talked about the boss fights. They're so fucking good. Oh my god. I need god. to preface, like, I don't like boss fights in video games. Mm-hmm. I very rarely enjoy boss fights. The ones in this game are really good. Oh, they're really good. The spectacle of them is really impressive. Yeah. They're, they're so, like, uh, big and loud and different from the rest of the game. Yeah, and every one of them feels really unique. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the first one is, like, this pretty simple, just tall, humanoid guy but the sound design which i'm going to talk about the sound in a minute as well uh the, like 
Oh, yeah. They do a good job with the first boss. And then the second boss is the fly, the sort yeah. of flying. Yeah. And he's, you know, again, the second boss is sort of like, okay, this is a cool boss and it's unique, but it's also feels sort of familiar, right? There's sort of some flying attacks and things like that. And then the third boss is just like batshit fucking crazy. Yeah. I think the first two reminded me a lot of um, Remnant from the Ashes type bosses. Oh, okay, like that yeah. scale. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of what I was expecting for the rest of the game. But then right. after that, they just go absolutely off the wall. Uh, I absolutely love the boss fights in this game. They're way more creative and yeah. technically impressive than I was ever expecting. Yeah. Because you and know, like... you, you play Returnal and it's it's a really, really stellar action game. But the boss fight is where it like steps up a notch when it comes to like how much shit is on screen as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. super impressive as well for like House Mark. Like, wow, they did an amazing job. Yeah. And like it makes me want to I like doing most of those boss fights. Yeah. Even though you don't have to. You you never um, have to do them more than once. The game like no, the game yeah. is very flexible. Well, except for about the final boss fight. Oh of, yes. You know, each run, yeah. But um, you want and, to. Like you want to do them again because yeah. they're fun. Yeah. And I need to give like special special love to the fourth boss fight. Uh, <laughs> amazing. Amazing. So um, you're gonna the, This is gonna I don't know if this is gonna make me sound like an idiot. But I was playing like for the last two nights and because uh, the format of the game is a bit weird and I hadn't finished Act 2, I thought the, the that boss was not spawning for me because I oh. get to the end and on the left is uh, where you go down to the ocean and on the right is where you go to right. the biome 5. Uh, so I've like beat the final boss like three times now and I forgot you have to climb the fucking tower, man. <laughs> I've been running past him like, oh man, I really want to do this boss again, but I guess like I got to do like a house sequence and then he'll spawn. And I've I've only done that boss once and I'm kind of oh, embarrassed about bad. it. I didn't know, I forgot, man. I was watching someone else play and they were climbing the tower and I was like, oh my God, he's up the tower. I forgot I even climbed that thing. It's so Embar- good. Embarrassing. Anyway, continue. Yeah. The, the entire, like I, I'll talk around it as much as I can because, but like, the the fact that there's this like musical theme throughout the yeah. whole level and she's driven by the music um and that like and it's sort of haunting the whole level and then when you get to the tower and start climbing the tower the music starts to ramp up and then you get the full reveal of him and yeah. the design of him and his arena and then the fact that the music plays like a huge integral part of the boss fight and that he some of his attacks start coming through like the giant weird musical instrument and and here's the craziest part maybe the coolest part about that boss which i didn't realize until someone pointed it out um you know the song that's used uh through some of the story stuff don't fear the reaper right yeah classic old oldie um that is that's that song he is playing that song it's like (laughs) it's, it's like a remixed you know stretched out slowed down version of don't fear the reaper that that song is that whole le- is playing throughout that whole level. It's just a weird wow, organ cool. remix of that song. Um, that whole yeah, that boss three and boss four are like two of the best reveals of the year in a while, honestly. <laughs> yeah, uh, and there's there's a lot of fun discovery in this game. Yeah, um, going in the, blind is really fun. Oh yeah, uh, but the bosses especially really pay off uh, everything, and mm-hmm. man the fourth boss fight is so cool oh yeah um, sort of related to the um don't fear the reaper thing i really like how so like there's a story in this game and i don't think it's worthwhile 
Um, I, I was saving like, that for the uh, the more negative part. Of sure, the yeah, but I, um, we'll get we again. I'll just leave it at that. But I do like how everything in the world and everything. What's I'm not sure what the right words are for that. But like everything in the world is sort of based upon things from her life right and yeah there's exactly. a lot of really cool uh, like i don't know visual language throughout the whole world mm-hmm. um like the, the the fact that the whole first level feels like it's underwater once you realize like if you the way it's lit and the sound and the weird like particles everywhere the weird sort of like astronaut imagery everywhere yeah the music playing everywhere the like octopus every enemy looks like octopus like and moves like they're underwater there's a lot of i really like that stuff in it yes um and yeah we'll talk about the story stuff you know in a little bit but i really like the way that they use that, that aspect of the story stuff, the way it's sort of the story is visualized and sort of repeated throughout the world is really interesting and, and mm-hmm. clever, I think. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll get to that later, I think. Um, yeah. It's also, it, the world is also like oppressive. Like it's, it, the game is sort of like, what, I'm trying to think what game it reminds me of. Um... And I can't, I can't remember what I was thinking of recently that it reminded me of. But it, it's just like this, the whole, all of the visuals and sounds and all of it is like, it's just like overbearing. Like it just feels like this like weird sort of creepy mm-hmm. world bearing down on, on yeah. all of it uh, that I, I really like as well. Um, it's It's a shame the story is what it is because I think there's a lot of cool like surface level uh stuff in there that i really like yes yes a lot like the eldritch sort of horror you know of like the the civilization uncovered this like they dug too deeply right and they went into the ocean and uncovered like this horrible nightmare and it like ruined the whole society like all that i like that stuff is really cool Mm -hmm. um <sighs> but whatever. Well, yeah, we can save save the negatives for later. Sure. Um, I mean, you know, we could start to transition if you want. I'm just looking through through what else there is here. Um, I feel like we've like listed um, like a bullet point list of all these things. Like it moves yeah. fast and the gunplay is good, but it's it's kind of it's all when it comes together. You know, it's when you're sprinting through, uh, the game looks good, the gunplay's amazing, uh, these roguelike elements are complementing this game and making it feel different every time. Uh, it's just when it all comes together that this game is just incredibly fun to play. Yeah, and, and it's not one of those games that only comes together sometimes. Like, it, yeah. it comes together, for the most part, consistently uh and and there's never a bad run there might be some rough moments but there's never a bad run yeah um i'll check my uh list very quickly oh yeah i I think also like all the sound design is amazing yes and the music as well i love the music the music is really good again it sort of ties into that sort of like overbearing creepy sort of just unrelenting feeling of the world but all the sound like every gun sounds fantastic 
Um, every all the music sounds good. All the enemies, uh, the the weird like underwater muffling. The oh the uh, my the sound of the cursed chests is so good. Like there's so many <laughs> little things like that where if you stop and listen. And like the cursed chests have like this weird like I don't it almost sounds like, oh, like there's yes. someone walked up they in got, there. Like, purple is... hands creeping out of it. Yeah, like everything is sounds so good in this game. It's it's one of the best sounding games in a long time, I think. Um I have some uh, miscellaneous little compliments I have written sure, down here. Yeah. Uh you were saying earlier that the sound really helps you locate enemies, but there's actually a lot of um like little UI elements going on that also point you towards dangers. I don't know if you've noticed it, but uh, like around Celine, there's like a yeah. disc and it will like point you in the direction of enemies as well as them being highlighted on the minimap. Which uh, also, and they have like a red orb around them when they're behind a surface. I don't know if you noticed right. that. If I if do like that. Wall, I haven't. I haven't noticed. Like I noticed the sort of indicator on her only yeah. out of combat. Like when the when there's like a a beam behind me, you know, and it's sort yes. of purple. I notice it then, but in combat, I don't notice any of that. Maybe stuff. it's like except a subconscious for the, thing. Yeah, except for the. Um, the little highlight when they're behind things that that is a super useful uh yeah bit of combat thing i i do have a note that is i do think sometimes the combat legibility can be a little poor uh in, in hmm. that sometimes when you're fighting things you're like i don't even know what i'm shooting at or <laughs> where its body is you know Listen, it's i, I like, play risk of rain too so this is like fine <laughs> true true yeah. it's not like halo or doom where you're like okay there's this enemy there's this enemy like and most of that is because all the enemies are covered in tentacles and but it's especially noticeable in uh the first world and the last world where the it's really dark darker yeah yeah and it's just sort of hard to tell you're like i don't know i'm just shooting and and there's like seven thousand glowing particles coming out of your gun and you're like "Ah, i think i'm hitting (laughs) it i can't tell it's just yeah Um, for sure, for but sure. that that was something that bothered me more so initially, and and sort of goes away um, as as you play more of it. Uh, the one last uh, miscellaneous compliment is uh, I really like the malfunction system in the game. I think everything else, like the artifacts, the guns, the parasites, they're just like very traditional roguelite. You know, you pick something up and has a debuff and a positive. But I really like the risk reward of some items having a chance to give you a malfunction. So already you're making a decision before you get there, like, am I going to risk this? And I love that when you get a debuff malfunction that there's a criteria to get rid of it. I actually think malfunctions like sometimes make the runs more fun, and then they mix it into artifacts that give you maybe buffs if you have malfunctions and parasites. I just think that stuff is well done. Obviously the criticisms at the beginning are still valid, uh, but I just, I, I have never seen the malfunction system where you can like, you have a little task to get rid of a debuff. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I think the malfunction stuff, it's interesting, and I, I, I but I don't find myself going for it very often. Oh, because I'm an I'm a absolute gambler, man. I'm always going I'm for it. I'm the opposite. Like, I pass by almost everything because I feel like a lot of the time it's the trade-off. It's like the thing you're going to get is is not that good you know it's like 
Oh, I can get one bar towards my max oh, integrity. Oh, yeah. So those I mostly skip unless it's two bars towards your integrity. I, yeah, I don't even go for that stuff. It's, but I it's, like the, the ooblets, man. I can't resist them. You slap them with the sword. and I, I want them. I want that yeah. money. I ignore a lot of them, yeah. Because I, I also... Maybe I've just gotten unlucky, but a lot of the times the... Like, you get 50 ooblets, but, like, yeah. the negative is you have to... Some of them are know. fucked up. <laughs> like the map scrambled. Have Some of them are a little oh like God. I feel like maybe the balance is a little off in terms of just like a lot of the malfunctions feel like extra fucked up for <laughs> there is a, fifty ooblets, you, know. you know. Yeah. Or, uh, but you can yeah, cleanse so, it with ether, so you know the, the options there. Yeah, I, I think I'll probably end up going for them more as now that I'm sort of I'm almost like I've almost unlocked everything. I think so. I'll stop sending ether into that machine at the beginning you know yeah. and just start like piling it up like the other day i had like 20 ether or something and i was like oh fuck it i'm just gonna cleanse this and cleanse that um yeah it's it's yeah it's an interesting system but and it's interesting to hear that you engage with it a lot and i actually largely ignore the the those things which is interesting i i was I, yeah was, i kind of i don't know maybe i'm a bit of a, just a sicko i just kind of liked having these annoying baggages and having to like, oh man, I need eight more melee kills because they keep dropping fucking pools of acid on the floor. Oh, and I'm hitting, the, the, oh. hitting them with swords and then like my adrenaline gets removed. And I don't know, I just, <laughs> it brought variety to the game for me. I liked it. I'll probably engage with them more uh, in the like last 10 hours that I'll spend with it over the next few weeks, you know, I, yeah. to like, yeah, to do that, to mix things up a bit more. And especially because now that I'm, it's it's like very easy and straightforward at this point. Um, yeah. So yeah, the malfunctions will add a nice, uh, you know, sort of spanner in the works, as they say. I think one random thing I want to say is I think the game has a really good skill curve, but I don't think the game demands you to be amazing at the game to beat it. Because I no, beat yeah. the game pretty quickly, and I still feel like I'm getting better at the game. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's got a really good skill curve. It reminds me a little bit of Doom. I don't want to, you know, compare this and that to this and that. But it's got that, like, you get into the game at uh, the beginning and you're, like, not decoding everything with your with your eyes. And then you're reading the Matrix by the end of the game where you can see a tentacle and you're like, I'm going to get grabbed by this tentacle on purpose. So it will take me up this, to this level. And I'm going to hit this fucking dog with my sword and then I'm going to use my... You know what I mean? Like, it has that yeah. Yeah. Uh, flow to it, which I, which I really like. Yeah, any game that has a good skill ceiling a high skill ceiling with combat is uh is a good thing and and there's definitely a lot of that in here for sure yeah when it comes um, to the uh anyway if you have any miscellaneous let me know but i was just gonna say when it comes to playing this game uh i just think it fucking rocks dude like yeah, i can't believe yeah. that house mark came out with such a strong action game i knew totally. it was gonna be a good bullet hell like obviously it's what they do but it's just such a good feeling action game. And there's a lot of like little things in there we probably haven't even noticed that make it feel like that. Uh, oh, it's definitely. just really yeah. impressive from a gameplay perspective. Yeah, yeah. Across the board, it's... Yeah, I keep coming back to it just because it's super fun to play. And like, what more can you ask for, really? And when it comes down to it, you know, there's, there's a lot of different experiences you can get from games. But when you get something that just feels really good to play, it's always a, a real treat. And yeah, top to bottom, it's just fun to play. Yeah. Um, like I think I told you on Discord that I've never been so annoyed to beat a game. I think that's why <laughs> I wanted it to be harder because when I beat the yeah. last boss, I was like on Discord, I was like, did I beat the game? And you're like, yeah. I was like, fuck, man. I was, I was like genuinely like quite irritated by it. 
I was like, seriously? Because it's fucking IGN. They said it was 30 to 50 hours. They put these like lofty ideas in my mind. I was like, oh, maybe there's nine biomes. Maybe there's 12 biomes. And then the game just ends. And I was like, motherfucking stupid IGN. Anyway. That's what you get. Nine. Yeah. But I was angry because I I want more because I liked it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's fair. I I actually will say I was pleasantly surprised by the number of biomes. I thought there would be less. Uh, Mm. So when there were six, I was like, cool. That's like the, the variety of them is good. The yeah. visual variety is good. Uh, the enemy variety is great. Um, and I, I was expect you know, I mean, the last thing I played was Hades, right? Which has basically mm-hmm. three. Yeah. Um, and so I was expecting like four or five. And when it was six, I was like, that's cool. Six mm-hmm. is a good number for me. I, I'm I'm pleased with it. But uh, yeah, it was sort of, I, I had a similar feeling of like, oh, I beat it. Yeah. All darn. <laughs> Maybe because the the last boss is a little bit of a pushover. I don't know. He is, yeah. It's it's a bit of an easy boss fight, which is yeah. a shame. And there's no boss in in biome five, which is strange. yeah. I wonder if that's but. just a production restriction because it just feels a bit weird to be missing a boss there. Yeah, like I'm they not run out sure. Of time? I'm not five sure. is sort of five is a weird biome in general, just because you can immediately skip it and go to six. Like as soon yeah, as you, you can get do there, that, and it's, you know. Yeah, it's interesting. I I think it's more they ramped up the challenge of just all the all of the regular enemies in that zone and they didn't feel like they needed a boss i don't know yeah it was strange i was it's too bad because the bosses are just cool and fun and, and yeah. probably the most unique and awesome part of that game so it would have been it would have been nice to have had five um it also Return, been returnal nice has had... sorry to interrupt returnal has an amazing loot game as well just another miscellaneous point so much looting i love loot that's what i want to say <laughs> yeah Sorry. Well, uh, related to that, the guns, the gun variety is great. Yeah. There's like 10, I think. 10 I might be sure if I've unlocked them all, honestly. Yeah, I think it's about 10. And um, it's one of those games, and I always like games that do this. It's one of those games where it feels like every gun could be the best gun. Hmm. Except for the shotgun, but okay. <laughs> I've definitely seen people say, you know, the shotgun is insane. And I'm like, I think you're crazy. Yeah. But I also believe that it's possible because of different play styles. And, uh, they do like level up and you unlock different traits for them. So one day I will try. Yeah, me too. I just hate that one fucking day. shotgun. The shotgun is ass. Um, yeah. But, and, and so like the, there's a lot of guns. And then the best part is that all the guns have perks that you unlock uh, through usage over time yeah but those perks are not just like perks in video games can be so boring sometimes where it's like oh what improved 5%? recoil by 10 percent or mm-hmm. whatever and it's like what's the point of this but the great thing about the perks in this is that every perk is tailor-made for that gun yeah and they all serve to make the gun more crazy um like the rocket launcher can become fully automatic with an extended magazine that has it fires like three rockets per shot and like the it also lights enemies on fire and more missiles come out of the back end of the shot it's just like <laughs> you start with a rocket launcher and you're like okay that's it's a rocket launcher but once you've got five perks on it it's just it's what i like about the guns in this game is they all become ratchet and clank guns <laughs> yeah they do they all become Ratchet and Clank guns, where you, where you start off in Ratchet and Clank, and you're like, oh, I've got this pistol, and it's just, 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 it's just so boring and basic. And then like four hours later, you have a, a 
weapon that shoots out like 30 saw blades and they all bounce around and destroy <laughs> everyone and Returnal is exactly like that there's a lot of ratchet and clank in the weaponry and in the mm-hmm. fact that you're improving them over time yeah. uh, the weapons are great great weapon like they 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 mix there's a good variety of like familiar you know shotgun pistol assault rifle and then weird like the hollow seeker and the weird uh, pylon gun and the, the acid gun. Yeah. Uh, they had a good time with the, that stuff. And uh, the, the weapons, I, I don't feel like I need more guns, which is good mm, because yeah. they all seem uh, interesting to use. And there's a lot to unlock and, and learn about those guns. And uh, yeah, that that's probably the last point that I wanted to make sure we, we said is the guns are awesome. Yes. The whole systems yeah. around the guns are really cool. Yes, yeah, I really like that stuff. All right. Now to shit all over it. We have gushed. We have gushed. This game is awesome. Yeah, I kept a lot of notes and because I, I almost reviewed it, and I have a lot of, you know, yeah, like I said, I think at the beginning, there's constructive criticisms to be made, and there are also uh, polish issues, just straight up. Um, yeah, with, with like we might as well just quickly say that I, I know you said you didn't have as many, but I had quite a few performance issues. The frame rate would dip pretty frequently. I know I'm a bit more sensitive to it than maybe some other people will be, but I, it was yeah. distracting for me at times. Um, there was a couple of like weird things like visual glitches. Enemies would get stuck in the walls for me quite often. Uh, I had this really weird thing where my sound freaked out at one point <laughs> i had and that I, once and it was it was awesome <laughs> i thought my so so i listened to my sound through obs so i was like oh, on yeah. obs like i was like i removed the elgato capture and like reboard it in and i was like what the fuck is going on here because you know me i'm i always have technical issues with obs <laughs> yeah, yeah so i assumed for ages and i'm actually like quite anxious about it i was like oh god am i gonna stream and then it's gonna be like <laughs> right and then I was watching someone else play it, and they had the same thing. And I was like, "Oh, is it, thank is it the God. one where the sound just goes like, brr, like it sounds like you're holding like uh, a speaker, you know? Yes, speaker, like yeah, clipping it's like, and exploding. Like, what yeah. the fuck is that, man? I honestly, it cracked me up when it happened. It only happened to me once, uh, and it was way far in, late at night, in in the sixth biome. <laughs> And it scared the shit out of me. And then it was just <laughs> yeah. like, and then I was like, "This is kind of awesome," <laughs> but it was, I wasn't. It, you know. It shouldn't, yeah, it shouldn't happen. And uh, I was going to say earlier regarding the frame rate, the frame rate problems are weird in that game because for like my first week, I it was definitely like a pretty much smooth 60 FPS. You know, maybe it would dip five, maybe 10 FPS down from that, but it felt smooth all the way through. And mm. then, and I, 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 it really feels like the longer the game is running, the worse the, the, it performs. But... I don't know because that counteracts my first week with the game, but like I was playing last night and it was running like fucking dog shit the whole time. Mm, interesting. In so every you're, area, you're just like noticing it more. Or? No, 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 okay. no. It was running at like thirty <laughs> FPS. You know, oh, like interesting. for almost the whole time. It's it's weird because like haven't they been having some like weird patch stuff where they like I don't know. Yeah, they did brought, patch it yeah. recently, so maybe it, it, I think they that like retracted a patch issues. when something went wrong know. or something. Yeah, there was some weird like save corruption issues apparently yeah. happening there. Um, but yeah, it's just it's strange because like I I first noticed it most or pretty much exclusively in biome four and five, mm-hmm. 
And there were just specific rooms in those biomes that just tank the frame rate because it's a huge zone and there's a lot of enemies and yada, yada, yada. But last night, it was just like, it was just kind of all over the place running like crap and mm. it was weird. So I don't know. It's it's strange that it is inconsistent like that, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I'll be curious to see what, if anything, comes of that. Because uh, like initial reports... I remember, like I said to you, I watched the Digital Foundry breakdown and, you know, they had only gotten to the first two biomes, just, of course. Um, and it was like their frame rate analysis was just like, it's a locked 60 FPS with like a few minor dips into like, to like 55. And that's how it felt for, for quite a while. But then, yeah, it just, it's, it's almost like performance has gotten worse since launch. Um, Weird, it's yeah. strange. And mm. and when the frame rate tanks, like the game is extremely hard to play. <laughs> you know, most uses off. Yeah. Um, and in addition to the, you know, frame rate and audio there, uh, I don't know about you, but I have had a few crashes. I have not. No, I haven't. Interesting. Yeah. I have had, I had, I had two crashes. I have two crashes recorded in 17 hours. That's Hmm. when I wrote my note down and I haven't crashed since. Um, and both times, uh, I was like two hours into a run. Yes. Yeah. We should probably cover the, you know, the save kerfuffle which is that this game has no saving no none none there is no auto save if if your game crashes two hours into a run that run is gone forever and that sucks yeah like it's especially problematic if you want to play a different game on your playstation (laughs) right which is you know happened with re8 for me i i I was like in biome 2 and i wanted to go you know to the end uh, but I wanted to play RE8, so close down the game. Sorry. Yeah. Like, that part didn't get in my way because I had, by the time RE8 came out, I was like, okay, I'm just going to play RE8, mm-hmm. and that's fine, and then I'm going to go back to playing Returnal. Um, but yeah, like, you know, people people have lives. People like to play other games. And when your runs are at minimum 90 minutes Early early full runs are probably closer to two two and a half hours probably, um, you know, there should be there should probably be an autosave in there. Yes, <laughs> and it sounds like they are apparently working on doing that, and it's just one of those things where it's like I don't really know why they didn't have it in there. Maybe it was just a you know COVID yeah. production timeline they had to get the game out. Maybe Who it's knows? a weird like development oversight when you're only playing that game and you're not thinking of maybe yeah. You know, yeah. You're not turning off know. your development to play Apex Legends like other people will be. So I don't know. I saw one bit of interesting speculation was which was that this that the PS5 uh was gonna have basically the the equivalent of Microsoft's you know quick resume mm. system and they didn't get it done for launch because of COVID which Honestly, sounds very plausible. I have to imagine that system or something equivalent to that will come out to the PS5 at some point. Yeah. And like that would have made sense if, if you know, when you just suspend a game, it just makes a, a weird sort of save point and you can resume it. Um, but just again, like at the beginning like, of a biome, like bling, you know? Yeah, yeah. But then again, like the game, you know, the PlayStation, it's not like the PlayStation just came out. The PS5 came out like seven months ago. You know, they, <laughs> yeah. They, it's just a it's a weird oversight yeah and, it is, and it's yeah. it's a single player game like and if if you have to put a save system in and and if it results in some exploitation or saves coming like who fucking cares it's a mm-hmm. who cares it's a single player game um but you know like hades 
saves when you finish a room. Yeah, and, that makes sense. And yeah, and when you enter a new room, it says you can't save until you finish this room. Mm. And that makes sense. And I and this game is room room gated, right? Like yeah, everything is roomed. So I yeah, I feel like yeah, they need to do something about it. And it sounds like they are going to do something about it. Losing two different runs that I was Ooh. two hours into and like the first one was early. It was like at the eight or probably eight eight hour mark, and I think I was, um, oh yeah, I'm just yeah, I was traveling to the third boss, ah. and it crashed, and like I almost stopped playing the game oh. <laughs> permanently. I was like that, it, like yeah, that it's just a it just sucks. Yeah. It just sucks. Um, what else? I have a, um, one little thing. I, I really don't have many complaint complaints about the uh, the actual gameplay. Most mm. of them is more focused on the narrative and story stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to fix this because the game is very vertical, but it's just like it's so annoying when you're fighting and you fall off a ledge and you fall yeah, into like yeah. a pit. It's so fucking yeah. annoying. And you lose your adrenaline and yeah. Like we talked about this with control a couple of years back with the boss fights when you're you're shooting an eye in the sky yeah. and. This game, Returnal, is very similar. There's a lot of aerial enemies, and you're looking up, and you don't see this ledge, and you just fall in the pit, and you lose your adrenaline, and you take a bunch of yeah. damage, and then you respawn on the fucking edge of the thing, and you, you fall spawn, back in again. Oh, my God. You oh spawn, like, God. one millimeter back from... The, I definitely fell off a ledge, like, four times in a row, because I kept just pushing forward, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's... It just, yeah. Also, it's just, like, it just feels... It just looks odd as well. Like, Selene, yeah. like, clips through the ground and just, like, teleports... I don't know. I don't know. Like the whole system of being able to fall off a ledge just feels weird to me. I feel like all the combat arenas should not have pits to fall into. It's so frustrating. It's like it the just, only part of combat yeah. that annoyed me. Yeah, it just doesn't add anything. It's just sort of a pain in the ass to be like, oh, could you I could, gotta yeah. avoid this. You could have platformer then... rooms where you focus on that stuff. Right, and they basically, you know, they kind of do. And yeah, yeah I just, yeah, that stuff. It's it's such a buzzkill when you're. Yeah. Or, or when you're backtracking and you're sprinting around with five adrenaline and then <laughs> yeah. you just like turn around a corner and run off the ledge and you're like, oh, fuck's sake. Also, like sometimes I'll jump off a ledge at a hookshot thing with confidence and it just like, I'll press triangle and it like won't hook on. I don't know why. It, it, I've had a few I'm, times you know, also where like I've hit jump and it I, I just fall off the ledge. Like I, I guess <laughs> yeah. I'm hitting it like a frame late or something. And yeah. It just, it just feels bad, you know. It, it just suck, man. Yeah. Like, if you, you know, Mario, you can put that in Mario. But yeah, let me just run around and shoot everything. I don't want to fall into the floor. It's just, yeah, and when you get hit, like you it, lose adrenaline, which is like a big, you know, yeah. building up for ages. It's a big punishment. Yeah. That was also one of the things that annoyed me uh, early on that was like adding to my frustration in the first <laughs> yeah. five hours is anytime there's a, a thing like a meter in a game that gets reset. When yeah. You, repeatedly it just it just bums me out (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i know that's the point right but like early on it was just like oh i'm low zero adrenaline again zero like i was not i did get to five adrenaline for so long (laughs) fair enough i think so i saw someone mention it on twitter but when you lose or no when you gain adrenaline it shouldn't be a fucking red flash on the screen it's (laughs) it's so visually confusing when you start you get used to it but when you first start it's like wait did something just hit me I don't know what's going the on. First, the first couple hours, just in general, are a lot. There's just so much happening. Hmm. 
um and you don't know what's going on and uh, yeah anyways that but that's okay i feel like no video games ever anymore know how to start you know yeah. it's just like what 75 things here you go good luck and it's it's whatever i think it's just just a byproduct of games getting more complicated every every year so mm-hmm. yeah that's it and until we segue just onto Probably quite vaguely talking about the story because I didn't know what the fuck happened anyway. <sighs> so yeah, um, I wish they were map markers. Oh yeah, why is there no like markers markers on the main map? Only on the mini map. That's a weird choice. Yeah, that's annoying. But I'm being I mean, more I, like I just want to be able to place something and be like, yeah, like to leave items behind. Like come back, come back here, come back mm-hmm. to this room. You know, um, eh, it's a small thing. Um, oh, I agree. That would be nice because, like, you're at least having in a pool of water, and you're like looking for holes in the map. And it's like, what the yeah. hell? Did I leave this thing? Yeah. Um. Let's see. Let's see. No, that's yeah. There's just a there's a few little spots where it's like I I wish you know a, another month of patching will just iron out the last few. Like we said, the crashes, the sound bugs. The few little oddities of... I guess there were some bad bugs out of the gate of, like, you wouldn't be able to interact with things. Um, mm, okay. I never had that. I did have one time where the, um, the like, you know, c- uh, consumable compare, you know, where it's like, here's the consumable you have, here's oh, the one you're going to pick up. Stuck on I had screen. that UI thing stuck on the center yeah. of my screen and had to restart a run. Um, oh, shit, really? Well, because it blocked my entire... It was right where my reticle was. Oh, I, and it wouldn't go away. I was like, I guess I just will yeah. restart. Uh, it was early on in a run. But, you know, a few little few little oddities here and there uh, in terms of polish. But it's, uh, by and large, uh, pretty pretty damn well produced, I would say. Um, yes. And like we talked about earlier, I think the, the run variety stuff uh, is something that I would like. If they, I, I hope they do an expansion or multiple oh, expansions. Yeah. I hope they support this like a roguelite. You know, like a lot of rogue games are supported where it's like, you know, we're going to add more stuff to this. I I can, I wouldn't be bothered if they never added uh, any more biomes because that's like, you know, it's a lot of art production, Mm -hmm. obviously. But just more items would be cool. Uh, Yeah. Like we said earlier, you know, just more items for a variety's sake. Uh, I hope, I hope it does well. I think it's, it's going to be one of those games that just sort of continually gets more love you know i mean and, what else and... are people gonna buy on a ps5 <laughs> well exactly yeah <laughs> i'm sure it's done very well yeah and i mean people like it yeah <laughs> because it's good like we, you it's know good man so yeah um yeah i the, the story stuff is my last thing and it's yeah know, me too I, I will say that um I, i've been like suggesting that we're gonna like absolutely shit on the story and i don't no, think that's, that's yeah. it's not it's not the case because the story itself is not bad uh, it's just, it doesn't, quite a few sci-fi space games have done this for some reason, uh, yeah. Observer comes to mind, where they yeah. don't really set up that the story is going to be quite abstract and something you have to interpret yourself. Yeah. Um, they kind of set up like, oh, these are some cool sci-fi ideas. And then right. it like drivels into actually, it's like a dream and you're actually like dead, it's in your head. Right. Something like that. It's, I it's guess. just like, it sets up this yeah. cool stuff where you're finding your corpses and you're like, ooh. This is time loop stuff. Am I going to run into other versions of myself? Am I going to be chased by this scary astronaut? And it just never really comes into anything except these little um, cut-off cutscenes, which I did enjoy, but I just thought they could go way further with the stuff they, they set up because it was cool and intriguing. And it just doesn't really yeah. go anywhere. I 
am pretty sure there is a system in the game that is still bugged out and no one has been able to engage with where you can encounter... Yeah, you said that. ...old versions of yourself and Did you fight see that them. somewhere? Like someone said that? Yes. I'm just looking into it now. Because that would be awesome. I know I saw one thing which I saw for the first time the other day was someone... I got a notification. It was like someone has like pillaged your corpse or something scavenged oh. your corpse oh and, that's so cool and i got stuff from them it was like you know xx what doobie smoker pillaged your corpse and you what? got i don't you got like ether from you that really? something yeah no I, I like it. so i and is then it a strand game <laughs> it kind of is <laughs> oh man that'd be so good but it didn't work um and then yeah i'm pretty sure Choosing Avenge lets you avenge the death of another parallel. You'll get a few other units, but you have the hero will have to face a random mini boss. I don't know. Like I maybe I'm just imagining it. <laughs> tripping out. Um But yeah, anyways. Uh the story stuff is yeah, like you said, there's I'm there was another game that had this similar thing where it's like, what a bunch of interesting ideas. I like where this is headed, and then it's like, oh, it's avant-garde yeah. oh was it a dream is it even real who cares about all these interesting things and i'm like i do what yeah, the fuck? me because <laughs> <laughs> like i said the the sort of top level as it's presented story is really cool and interesting like the idea that the, it's and it's very alien of like you're trapped on this planet that is like seems to have had some sort of catastrophe driven by like the discovery of some sort of horrible eldritch nightmarish mm -hmm. lovecraftian thing and caused everyone on the planet to go crazy because it like locks them in like a time loop where the world is metamorphosizing to <laughs> reflect your fears and your like past fears and and like that's all really interesting yeah and then they don't do anything with it <laughs> Yeah, it's a shame. I'd say, like, all the story stuff is actually presented really well, which makes it, it even more annoying because you're, you're, like, you're, like, thirsty for it to go somewhere. Like I, th I think is good. Yeah, like, the weird fever, uh, like, flashes you get when you're just using some of the interactables in your runs. There's, like, these benches which heal you, and you see, like, this horrible-looking monster and tentacles and the astronaut. And I just like I just wanted like I don't know for the astronaut to uh, I did see the astronaut once in the oh, distance. Oh really? I have, I have I heard that, that I have not seen him, but I have seen a picture of that happening, which is cool. But the weird thing uh, is, he looked really small, so I thought it was an astronaut statue. I was like, oh, a pickup, <laughs> but then it was gone. So I was like, wait, was that oh, the actual astronaut? Because the perspective of him looked really small. <laughs> oh weird, yeah. Well, but there yeah, are astronaut like, statues all over that game once you start looking. The, the uh, style of the game cool. is super cool. Like you said, with all the eldritch stuff. Um, and I just, I don't know. I just, I wanted, uh, I wanted to go way further with that stuff. The house sequences were really neat. I thought there would be a little bit more horror. Yeah. But there isn't really any horror. Unless you're like really susceptible to. Yeah. I, 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 but the house stuff, they do some fun stuff with those house sequences. Yeah. I really liked the one time where... It like you ring the doorbell and then it like pulls back and and you're <laughs> yeah. playing the yeah anyway the Kojima cool. moment 
good stuff in there. There's one point where you like crawl into a television and, and yeah. yeah, they, they have some fun there, but it was not, they don't take it far enough and they don't commit enough to the actually cool sci-fi stuff. And they overcommit to a, an abstract for abstracts sake mm-hmm. allegory thing that I just, I don't care for that style of stuff at all. Where it's just if you're like, gonna do that, at least let me know <laughs> beforehand. You know, so I'm before ready. it ends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know if you've done it yet, but I have completed it. I got the third act finished. I saw I have the, not. the secret ending. I just got the um, car keys. It's a waste. Of, it's 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 exactly what I thought, which is a cutscene that yeah. ad, just makes it more. It just makes everything more confusing. <laughs> yeah. And it's too bad because there's actually a pretty grotesque and interesting character design that shows up in the secret cutscene. Okay. That I was like, oh shit, is this a secret boss fight? No, it's not. Yeah. Um, it would have been awesome though. If even honestly, even if there was that, there was like a secret boss fight, that would have been like, okay, cool. I'm happy, you know. But uh yeah, the story stuff is just it's a letdown, which is a shame. Yeah. It's a shame. And it's more frustrating that the stuff that's in there is like produced well and it's like visually yeah. interesting and the style is cool. Like, it's easy to just, like, play a game and be like, and the story sucks. But Returnal mm-hmm. is annoying because it doesn't, like, just suck. It's, like, interesting no. and cool. And it just it just doesn't really go anywhere with it, unfortunately. No. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just... It doesn't matter, but, you know. No, it's not the end of the world. And, and, and I can still like aspects of the story stuff without yeah. the other parts of it, you know, getting in the way. I still really like the weird sort of eldritch nightmare stuff that mm-hmm. this civilization uncovered and started worshiping and then they had to build the automatons and stuff like that i'm like i don't really care if it's real or not who gives a shit it's cool anyways it's fun we don't get a yeah. lot of this stuff in games either um and, and it feels the whole thing if there's one thing that the story does well it it feels all of it feels alien in a way that mm. is decent yeah. um and hard to do i think not a lot of things do that well and it, and it, it does do that well uh one thing i will say i have one compliment um, I really love how when you read the audio logs in the uh, when you listen to the audio logs in the game, um, who knows if it's past, present, future, Celine, alternate version, whatever. She's obviously like deranged and lost her mind. And at the beginning of the game, your Celine is just like, I will never become this girl. And then by the end of the game, your Celine is just talking nonsense. Like, I don't know what she's talking about. And she's obviously like, I don't know if she's losing it, but I just like the way her mind was like unraveling. And by the end of the game, your Celine sounds like the audio logs where she's like, we have to go deeper. I know what's right. down there. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that stuff. That was cool. Yeah. And she's good as well. She's she's yeah. like an, an interesting character and well, well performed, well acted, well written. Uh, the voice logs are intriguing, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, yeah. The story's good for pacing, like the audio logs, the house sequence, they're really good to break up the uh, the action. Yeah, yeah. But as a whole, it's a, a letdown, which is too bad. Yeah. Because if they had nailed that, then it would have been like... Oof, oh my god. A hell of a package, even though I still think it is a hell of a game regardless of the story yeah. stuff. I mean, whatever. Video games plus bad story is like, okay, that's every game. All Want I to talk needed. about dumb stories in video games? <laughs> Stay tuned, everyone. <laughs> it, yeah, if there'd been like, if there'd been alternate Celines that jumped out and scared me, if I'd been chased by the astronaut in the house, and if there'd been one more secret boss, this game would have been like unbeatable. Yeah, because I, yeah. I fucking love this game, man. It's so I do good. too. I can't I'm, I'm so glad you 
are feel that way as well because oh, I love um, it. I yeah, once it clicked, it was just like, wow, this game is incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably so, got like the best so combat awesome. flow state since Doom. Yeah, I would honestly say that I probably, I probably would put it up there with like Doom twenty sixteen. It, it doesn't come up to Eternal combat wise, but when it right. comes to like twenty sixteen Doom, I don't know, man. I, I could kind of put them side by side. I don't know if I'm gonna get in trouble for that, but well, I mean. Not for me. I mean, I, I never want to play Doom 2016 ever again because it's the slowest, most boring shooter ever made. Whoa. <laughs> since I've, now since you're I've gotten so used to Eternal, you know, it's like... Well, I hope Returnal has its Eternal moment. I, I want... Ret- oh, God. No, I can't do it because Eternal is already... Return Eternal is the game title, so I can't... Uh, Returnal Eternal. I want Returnal <laughs> Eternal. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, but yeah... The last positive thing I want to say is um, in video games, it's always nice to have a new developer to like root for and to look forward to. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like some of the best games um, of like the previous years are most exciting. Uh, like when we got Horizon, because you don't expect Guerrilla Games to do anything. It's like, oh, it's the Killzone guys, whatever. It's the Rezo Gun guys. And it's, you know, sometimes uh, studios get bigger and bigger, like CD Projekt. And then when you get to that size, things can fall apart. And it's just always nice to have like new people coming up. That's what's nice and refreshing. And now I get to like look forward to House Mark and whatever they announce next. I'm going to be like, hell yeah. yeah. What is When that? their logo shows up in two and a half years at right. a Sony show, you'll be like, ooh, yes. you're going to lean forward in your chair and sit up straight and be like, okay, what do they got here? And, and that's say, fun. There's someone new at the table. Eternal coming 2025. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Returnal, Returnal. I'm down. <laughs> Yeah, it's it is always really nice to see uh success stories like this. Yeah. Where they uh, the little sort of 30 to 50 man team expands to be like a couple hundred people or something and nails it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like uh, I've definitely seen it's this game feels like not quite universal, but like everyone seems to to like be pretty on board with this game, you know? Oh yeah. Uh it seems to have been a success. It is there, I'm not one for port bagging much um, because I'm I'm pretty easy going when it comes to controller stuff. I, I I I use a controller for shooting enough that it I'm you know I'm not I don't struggle like you do. Um, but <laughs> there were many times where I'm like, man, this game on mouse and keyboard and high frame rate would be unbelievable. Ooh, get, the, get the modding community involved. But then, you know, then you're missing out on the dual sense, which is like, oh, Ew. the dual sense is like half of what makes that game it, feel yeah, so good. True. But true. it would be pretty awesome on a PC. Um, so. It would. But whatever. It, it's it's pretty awesome on a PS5. So Damn good game. I'll get over it. Yeah, it is uh, fantastic. Fantastic. Hell yeah. I, good start. I can't wait to see what they do next. Yeah. And what they do next with with Returnal itself. I yeah, hope, I hope, I so. hope they do something with it. Yeah, me yeah. too. All right, moving on to Resident Evil Eight. Um, I'll just quickly preface that I am a pretty big Resident Evil fan. I think we both like the franchise. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If, I don't want to like just barge in and say I like it more. I like it more than you do. But sure. Um, yeah. I just like. I think I'm just more into horror, and yeah. I'm just like more into weird Japanese shit. <laughs> Maybe it's a good I'm, I'm it. maybe a little more recent. Like <laughs> RE7 was the first RE game that I played. Right. Um, and I really liked RE7 a lot. 
Yeah, um, me too. I just replayed and, it before this just to like kind of put that into right. context. Yeah, and then Nothing. I really liked most of RE2 remake um, yeah. a lot. I uh, still want my money back for playing RE3. <laughs> um, yeah. I, again, RE3 is like, I don't know. I, it, it, that game was fun. It's a good two hours. But I shouldn't have. I It was worth like $12, not yes. 80 so those are, and I mean, we played some of RE5 and it didn't do much for me. We played about half of it. It was, you know, eh. but I, I have really liked, you know, I more, more or less mostly, I, I would say now I look forward to Resident Evil games uh, quite yeah, a bit. Which me too, I, a lot, honestly, and especially after seven, like I really like seven. It's yes. not perfect. It's like kind of grungy looking and it's, again, Resident Evil was always like heavy and clumsy and how it plays and some of the sections aren't as even as like the beginning of Resident Evil 7. But I just like the personality in that game. It's just fantastic. That's kind of uh, true for like every Resident Evil game, right? It's like it's sort of... Yeah. They're all a bit weird and messy at times. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I do have a quite concise way to explain my thoughts and my experience with Resident Evil 8 and what I did and didn't like. Okay, give your quick high level thought and I'll give mine. Okay. I'm curious. I mean, I sort of know because I watched quite a bit of you play it. Uh. So I really did not like the first 90 minutes of this game and the last 90 minutes of this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like genuinely concerned about how much this game forces its shit story in the player's face. Resident Evil has always had schlocky, silly stories, but they've always been background to how the game works. And I'm like the amount you're forced to engage with, like the sh- just the stupid shit in this game is like I'm worried about like the future. But everything in between that, I really enjoyed like a lot. I thought even though this game is a bit of a circus clown fiesta. Oh my god, it's so good. To a point, <laughs> I, wait, wait, you really liked it? Oh my god, Resident Evil 8 is like the best fucking thing. Really? Okay. You actually might oh like it more god, than me. Oh my god, I loved Resident Evil 8. Alright, alright. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I didn't like the first hour for different reasons. Okay. But, um, yeah, I, I was like cackling through most of Resident mm-hmm. Evil 8. And, um, yeah, it, it was... If there's... <clears throat> Excuse me. If there's one word I would use for my thoughts and experience through Resident Evil 8, it is delightful. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a hilarious, weird, messy, crazy roller coaster. Oh yeah. And I was totally into about 95% of it. Also, uh, I would yeah. agree maybe bring the 95% sure. down to like 75 to 80%. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think we I, like need to dive too much into like the gameplay of this game because it's the it's same as seven. Game. Yeah. Um. Again, like the first ninety minutes didn't help because I had just switched from Returnal, which is like it compensates on the controller oh, yeah. like very generously, and Resident Evil Eight on controller like to begin with it feels like a, it feels like fucking torture playing this game after being a PC gamer. Oh my god, it was agony. It and, was like, rough for the first oh, couple hours. I just like. So the weird thing about the intro, yeah, 
I don't know if we want to go through the game like chronologically. I don't want to spoil it. Sure, for fuck it. I don't know. Who but cares? like the intro of the game is so so long. It is almost it is ninety long. minutes before the game starts, yeah, and kinda. all of the stuff before it, I just did not give a shit about. Like yeah, who? I... When the people who wrote this game, who thinks anyone gives a shit about Ethan and Mia? Like no one gives a fuck. Why are we in their house carrying their baby around, listening to them do small chat? Although I will say, the well, uh, like the turning point in that scene was actually really well directed and done. I actually really the, liked that scene. That's the thing. I was like, I was like, okay, yeah, five minutes. We're doing the walk around. Yeah, Uncharted. I got it. Uh huh. But then like. Chris shows up and I was in hysterics at the end of that sequence. So I was like, okay, that was dumb. Next. Yeah, but, and the weird thing is about the intro, like even though I didn't like it, the production values are like really impressive. They're so good, yeah. It yeah. honestly, it felt like a new Sony IP at times to me. Like the facial animation stuff is really impressive. The game overall visually is such Amazing. a huge step up from Resident Evil 7. Like that new RE engine. Oh my God. I don't know what happened. Like what magic juice they put in it recently. But wow. Like it just looks amazing. But it's just not fun to play. And it goes on forever and ever. And like these characters are coming and dying. And yeah. there's werewolves. And werewolves just like aren't scary to me. So I'm like, I'm not no, scared no. of them. Like jumping in the like... And it just it goes on. And it's so self-serious, the intro as well. Like, none of the schlock and the good Resident Evil stuff starts until after it. It just felt like... It felt, like, disconnected from the rest of the game. In a way now, that I, see, just, I just didn't like it. The linearity of the opening reminded me of the linearity of the opening of RE7. Granted, it's been, like, th four years since I played through that. Yeah. Um, but I remember, like, RE7, there's a lot of... There it is. felt like at least a lot of like we're cutscene and here's like Mia third, and... thirty minutes. It ends at the right, dinner okay. table. So it's maybe it's shorter than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would say for me the game, uh, I was like, all right, I'm in. Once you open the castle gates and go to the castle from from yes. there on, like it, you know, it's still in a bit of a linear like cinematic thing for maybe another twenty minutes once you get into the castle and they introduce those characters in that setting. But yeah, the first hour is weird because I think. Like I said, the the Ethan the Winters's home Winters. sequence um, is like whatever. It was like four minutes long and it ends hilariously. Um, and then I kind of liked the sort of super on rails, just walk through the oh, woods, um, no. just because it looked and sounded good. Remind, you know? remind me of um, Outlast Two. It was yeah yeah yeah. But then yeah. the part about the intro that I really didn't like was. Uh, they don't tell you that it's an action game. Right. Um, like, RE7 becomes an action game, for sure. Like, yeah. every every Resident Evil game, every survival horror game ever made, the last third is an action game. It's mm -hmm. all, like, and that's part of the appeal, I think. But this, um... Resident Evil 8 is an action game from pretty much the start of the game. Yeah. And the game does a very bad job of explaining that to you, especially coming from RE7. And so the part that I really didn't like about the beginning of that game is uh, the werewolf combat stuff. Because... Ugh. Yeah, it sucks. The the part where you are where you like go out the back door of that house and the boys are on the roof, you know, and they stand up, which is a good... good you know, there's some good little 
visual like creepy moments in, oh in the that. animation on the werewolves is really impressive stuff yeah they look amazing but from that point until the cutscenes start there's like a 10 minute survive the lichen attack sequence mm-hmm. and that part is just really poorly put together yeah because it doesn't tell you at all what you're supposed to do i died on that sequence and we're talking 15 minutes into a brand new game I died three times in a row on that sequence. Ooh, yeah, that sucks. And I almost stopped playing for the night because I thought I had to go somewhere and survive and hide, right? Because it's the first 20 minutes of a Resident Evil game. Um, and so I was running around, like, looking for, you know, the lights, right? Of being yeah. like, you know, come and hide here. And I, I'm running around. I'm like, where am I? What the fuck? How do I? What am I? Oh, I'm dead. And then I tried again. And I'm like, do I... I try just try that again and explore the other part. I'm dead again. And then the third time I'm like, I, am I supposed to shoot all these guys? Like I have like seven bullets. What, what's going on here? It's, it's um, really weirdly designed because there's too many enemies to fight, but the area isn't designed like you're supposed to, to survive in it. Cause it's full of dead ends. Right. But whenever you try and move around, you just end up in a corner and it's like this awkward thing where like there's two werewolves. You're like, um, can I, excuse me, can I like get past? And then you past? just like, push past them and get hit like four times and then you find another dead end and it's like am i just like what is going on here it like yeah so if you don't know that's how resident evil 4 starts where you're in a village oh, really? and you're being okay. bum rushed by uh, an excessive amount of enemies and you've got to survive until like a bell rings right um, and that's the exact like, same here yeah okay. but it just flows better there's less like visual noise in the old games so you can kind of see where you're supposed to go yeah well and, and, just, and yeah they just the, didn't pull it off in this game no, not at all. And and so that first impression is rough because and and then they like weirdly and so I ended up fighting. I killed like 10 or 15 of those things mm. somehow. I don't know how I managed to do it, but I did it. And it turns out it's just a timer. Like you just run around for like oh, 3 okay. minutes or something. I'm pretty sure. And then it weirdly like teleports you across the map towards the gate so that those animations can happen. And then they all show up and there there's like a giant big chungus lichen and then they're they're riding horses and I'm like this is what the fuck I <laughs> huh and then the next part you you go into the fields there and you have to like open the gate for the girl and her dad right that to whole the house point was so pointless what the hell was the point of that and that part as well they spawn a lot of zombies in and in your playthrough you found the the like lip that you climb over and you th- to get behind the gate right over the fence and open the gate and I I didn't find that for like five minutes and they just spawn like twenty zo- uh, lichens in there as well yeah and and so I'm like again I'm running around like a chicken with its head cut off being like where am I going am I supposed to be shooting all these things I thought this was a survival horror game and uh. And so that part of the intro for me was was not fun at all. Like mm-hmm. it, 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 it was a bad first impression. And I have pretty much seen everyone say that about the first hour of this game. Oh. Of just being like, it's kind of a mess. It feels like stitched together cut content. You know, where it's like, yeah. were they... Like a DOC. Yeah, it's like, were they doing something... Did they have something else planned for the village and like for the characters and the intro and all that? And then they were like... I don't know, we got to retool this whole intro and, and they use the parts of it because, yeah, like, all the characters you meet are irrelevant. Um, I really hated the um, the scene in the house and it, because there's, like, a drunk guy being, like, abusive. to like, Yeah. Ab- it's, like, super off-putting and, like, it's not fun. And I, I feel like Resident Evil 7, while disturbing and sickly, always treaded the line of 
fun. Like, sickly fun. And that's why I play Resident Evil 8. And also, spoilers, the rest of the game is really, really fun and tongue-in-cheek and goofy. (laughs) So, like, the intro feels like... It just feels so different to the rest of the game and the whole tone of the uh, franchise. It was just... I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. The first hour is bad. But Mm. then... The rest... It gets... Yeah. From there on... um, I had a fantastic time right through to the yeah. end. Um, I, you know, we'll talk more specifically about a bunch of things, I'm sure. But like, broadly speaking, Resident Evil games, um, there's always a portion somewhere in the game where it's it's it sort of loses me. You know, RE2, it was the sewer section. That hmm. part just sucks. Uh, RE, well, RE3, there is no part. Um, well, RE3, <laughs> there is a sewer section as well. Um, and RE7, sort of once you leave like the homestead area and you go out onto the boat and then into the caves. The boat is a bit of a weird one, yeah. Yeah, that's it sort of loses me. But um, once the game, you know, stopped being so fucking up its own ass for the first 45 minutes, uh, I just like right through to the end was having a fantastic time. I don't yeah. think that there's a part there's not like the the sewer level section in this game, right? There, uh, maybe the weakest level is the uh, the fishman level, but like I really like short. the fishman level. Yeah, it's short. It's dumb, and it's not bad. It's just it's just maybe not quite as good as all the other. Sort I was of gonna vignettes. say I think it might be optional. I don't know, but like the giant werewolf area, it's just like a building for the werewolves, and then you kill the guy with the big hammer, the werewolf guy. Is that, did you do uh, it? The, the, the cannibal? Uh, yes. By the cannibal place, you take a right and you go up there and it's just like a whole area full of werewolves and then you kill the giant werewolf daddy. Yeah, that's all... That's the stronghold. That's like, yeah, that's part of the main story, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like that was the only area to me where it just felt like a bit nothing. It was just combat. It's it's a bit... Yeah, but it's also only like 15 minutes. Yeah. You know, 20 minutes. Um. And I expected, I was sort of worrying that the the final third um, would have that, like, especially because you arrive at this, I mean, it's on the surface level, it's just like, it looks like an industrial warehouse. Oh, that area is so good. And I'm like, oh, we're going to go and do it. But then it turns out that area is amazing. Um, Yeah. And so, yeah, I just, it never deteriorated uh, and was consistently fucking weird. (laughs) and creative and very stupid um, i i really like the variety of like gameplay sequences that every area had yeah uh, in resident evil 7 you have obviously the house with jack and then you kind of just do the same thing but in a smaller house with the wife right with uh, the and then you mom. have yeah then you have like a really fun section with lucas the son where it's like a saw jigsaw type thing going on and then it's the boat section it's like a very uneven thing and this game has a very similar format where there's basically four main characters if you don't count the last boss. And each of them has their own little section, just like in RE7. But they're all pretty different in how they play yeah. and even how scary and the tone of them. And I think all four of them were successful and they all worked in their own ways. And I liked all Yeah, of them. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And I think... Oh, God, the fucking leaf blower is right outside my window. <laughs> um... Every part is extremely different. Um, and like if you put it all on paper, it would <laughs> it would feel like extremely schizophrenic and like it how is. are these parts gonna work at all together? Um They don't. And it is. 
and I mean, they kind of don't, but like, <laughs> it's like who? It's just they set out to make a big dumb theme park, and they did yes. that, and they did it really well. And RE7, I remember what I was going to say. RE7 get you know RE7. Get, there's a lot of dumb shit in RE7, to be sure. There's you know they they get into the goofiness for sure, but RE7 is like much more interested in being a horror game. Yeah, and I'm a big baby. And so RE and RE eight is much more interested in being a big dumb theme park. It's like, a, it's like a weird anthology almost. It is, yeah. And and that's a big part of why I had such a good time with RE eight is because it was just it's not very scary. There are a few Ex- sections. Except for one section. There's right really now. just one portion that is is incredible and we'll talk about it. But by and large, it's not scary. You know, the yeah. vampire mommy section, not scary at all. No. Um, no one's scared of werewolves unless you're like 12 years old no one's scared of werewolves though you know again there's a few good sort of moody bits with the intro like you you know the, the eh. boys standing up on the roof was like oh that's a creepy oh yeah but it's like you know five seconds right yeah and then the fish man is just real stupid <laughs> I love and the, the factory man. again the factory <laughs> is just real stupid um oh the factory's n- awesome none of it is particularly scary but that's okay because you know, I saw someone say before release that it was like, RE8 wants you to have a good time. Yeah. And it totally does. Like, you get so much ammo, so many materials, so much money. Like, you don't have to worry about missing anything. You might sometimes think, oh, I'm, how do I get to this area? But you always, it's, you know, it's a linear-ass game. And if and you just have a good friggin' time going through it all. And and. I had a very good time going through it all. I will say um, that um, I don't know if it's just like how my brain works, but and maybe the fact that I just played RE Seven right before, so I was and I was on like, PC. Con- yes, well, yeah, I wasn't going to go into the controls yet, but oh, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. But I was like, I was quite committed to the story. Oh sure. Um, I was like a little bit put off by just like how incomprehensible and like random the game was. And you are right, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But um, I don't know if it's just because I get annoyed when I don't understand what's happening. Um, Maybe because I actually wanted to understand what was happening because I just committed to the fucking Ethan Winters, you know, story. Yeah. Um, I just don't understand why RE7 was so, like... um, uh, what's the word? I was gonna say comprehensive. What's the word when it's like cohesive? Co- is the word cohesive. Yes. Yeah. Like it's got a theme. It's a hillbilly it Louisiana is. thing, and I just didn't really expect Resident Evil Eight to be like the kitchen sink. Like it's everything. It's the circus freaks of vampires, werewolves. I and thought. Yeah. I don't. It, it, I don't know if it needed to be that way. I just find it a bit odd. It is a bit odd, but also that's a big part of the appeal to me. I think is if it, you can shake it off and be like whatever and go with it. That's how uh, obviously was, you're going to yeah. have a blast, but because I come off RE7, I was on board with the story, and I knew about the the Maitai site or whatever the mold. Right. I was I was like, wait, how does like I was like reading the documents. I was like, how does the Meta My site like how do wait how does this make sense? How is there a floating doll? And it, it bothered doesn't. Me. <laughs> it, it, like it distracted me and it bothered me. That's all. Yeah, I'll that's say. fair. That's to- I totally get that, yeah. And then when Whereas you get to the I end, just... like, ah, oh, it like tries to explain like why it makes sense, and it's like it's so phoned in. <laughs> so it's like, she's actually not a vampire; she just needs to drink human. It's like shut the fuck up, I, it's man. It's so dumb. It's oh, so it would have been. It would. They should have just said no. She's a vampire. Like yeah. I don't know. Whereas evil just has vampires and and magical dolls now. Fuck it. It, I don't know. it like felt like the the last Resident Evil game. Like they're like here's every horror thing. It kind of could be honestly. 
Let's scoop um, it into it. was just weird. It was just it was. It was, it it is. was distractingly weird to me. As a sequel to seven, if it was on its own, then maybe it would have been less sure, distracting. Yeah. yeah. I think part of it is also weird because the marketing made it seem like it was going to be werewolves and vampires. Yeah. For the whole game. And it's not. That's the first two hours, three hours, right? And then it's it's, it's fucking four other Magneto things. and Fucking Magneto shows up and mind controlled freak doll and I like his performance. Giant... I like that guy a lot. I like all the yeah, performances except for you know, <laughs> we'll get to it. You don't like Ethan? I don't know. Ethan Winters fucking sucks, dude. Ethan sucks so much, and I love him. <laughs> no, you don't. No one likes Ethan Winters, man. He's so useless. He's so dumb. I hate that no, no. guy, man. Ethan cracks me up uh, oh, all the way through. He's just so stupid. I do. Anyways. I mean, it, he's worth being there just for the mutilation of his hands. That is. Worth oh my it. god, that's so funny. That might um, be the best running gag in any video game I've ever seen. It's incredible. Until they fucking um, explain it at the end. And then they explain it and it gets Boom. even more incredible. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I just wanted it to be um, random. Should we, like, talk about the sections of this game? Um, Do you... I think this game's been heavily played and watched and this yeah. video's going to go out in, like, a month. So I, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I like... It, I mean, we don't... It's not going to be super spoilery. Yeah. I just want to say, like, there are... I mean, maybe not so much for the fish part, but, like, there are notes and thoughts i have on each of those the sections i would say um the first section really is the castle um it's fairly lengthy it's probably you know what two hours if if you are thorough yeah um it's the i would say it's the location you spend the most time in it's a very re7 section like the baker house yeah yeah and um that's i really like that whole section for the most part yeah me too um, it's it's very resident evil uh some good sort of classical resident evil inspiration as well with like the mansion you know the the sort of the gothic architecture everywhere like that i mean it looks amazing the art direction oh. across the board is amazing but it's a they're like on fire in the in the castle it's yeah. just a lot of nice like cherry wood and ivory everywhere and it just it looks really good um i the it's that's this is I feel like I'm just going to it's going to be like I'm just going to say all the things I didn't like and I, I'm going to sound like I'm shitting all over the game, but I'm not. <laughs> say it's it. Just, Join um, me. I think it's weird that they made the vampire mommy be Mr. X again. Yeah. I don't know why they keep coming back to the Mr. X thing. Um, People like it, Mis- I guess. Mr. X in RE2 was fine. Yeah. People... And I remember when we talked about RE2, people acted like he was the scariest thing ever put in a video game. And, like, he's not. And it's not a, like, difficult or a scary mechanic either. No, she never caught me ever. No, no, never. And also, so, like, Mr. X, Mr. X is well done and adds some fun, like, ah, shit, he's in the room, get out of the way, zombies. You know, it adds some fun stress, but not... It's not, he's not scary. Um, especially when he realizes you, you shoot him like four times in the head and he takes a knee. Yeah. Um, but Mr. X was effective. It worked for that environment. He's a cool enemy design. He's got a fun little top hat that you can shoot off. And <laughs> he's got good music. There's sort of like a good like droning sort of thumpy music when he's chasing you. His footsteps um, are good. His footsteps are very good. And then RE3 Nemesis is, you know, whatever, whatever. But, and I thought it so I thought it was weird that they brought that back again for here 
because it just doesn't it just doesn't really add anything to that section like she she never yeah i never died to her once she never got in the way either no she's um, not that frequent and she's not scary no <laughs> she's, she's not a, most people are sexually attracted to her no one's scared yeah. of her <laughs> and i mean like so it's like ooh, don't there's i mean i remember when they there was that amazing video i tweet a couple months ago of like Oh no, I, I'm getting chased by the vampire mom and like deliberately tripping, you know, don't catch <laughs> yeah. me. Ooh. You know, it's I like I love that stuff. It's like no one no one doesn't want to get caught, right? It's like <laughs> it, it's so weird. And then it's a very specific note, but her music the music, music. they play when she's chasing you is like yeah. generic stock music. Um mm. there's a specific few stock like scary music sound effects that everyone uses in everything. And I won't, I won't seek it out or, or show you or let you hear it. Cause it'll ruin everything for you. But it's like, <laughs> it's one of those things, you know, where once yeah, you hear it, cause I don't know it yet. Yeah. And, and I hear it, I, they use it in that. And I'm like, what is this? Like a, is this like a B movie? Like what? Like, come on. This is, this is anyways. That's the one negative I have of that section. I, and, and well, and also I thought it was, it, it, like the vampire section comes and goes and is gone. And yeah, I thought it was weird how throwaway the daughters were. Yes, I thought it was weird how throwaway all the mom and the daughters were because of the marketing. Because the marketing True. caught, you know, the mom became popular on Twitter. And so all the marketing leaned into them. And the yeah. reality is they are like a, a, a 90 minute. They're in there for 90 minutes and then they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I was surprised and maybe even a little disappointed by it because they're sort of fun. Um, yeah, it is fun. And when you don't know that, it feels quite like rapid, that section. It's like, boom, boom, you killed one vampire, two rooms down, you killed another vampire. It's like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Thanks, yeah, it was a little, it's a little strange, you know, and, and, but that's pretty much purely because of marketing. If I hadn't seen any trailers right, from right. the game, wouldn't have thought about it at all. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that, I like that section quite a bit. Yeah, me too. I like the roof section with the gargoyles. That looked awesome. Right. Yeah, the roof section. Yeah. yeah. And the weird, like, mosquito boys. Yeah. Were there gargoyles? Well, I just, you know, I just called them gargoyles. So they were... Okay, okay. okay. I was the robe guys were wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were hard to shoot, though. Fuck. Yeah. Especially if you run out <laughs> sniper bullets. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they skittered about quite a lot. Um, Everything's quite hard to hit in this game. But also, I'm bad at controller. I got better near the end. I, I yeah. you know, climatized. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I really like that section as a whole. Yeah, me too. I don't have a lot to say about it, like on the positive, because it's just, it's just like classic Resident Evil stuff. There's locked doors, you're looping around, you're getting little new puzzles. items, little puzzles, lots of things to loot and find. And I like the shoot uh, the bell puzzle. That was cute. That was fun. That fucking last one took so long for me to find. Yeah. Out the window. Yeah. The only puzzle um, I didn't like when it was like the blood pool room. And I was like, no, like this doesn't make any sense, man. I'm reading this It was thing. a little weird. I, I got through it, but it, it was, I got through, you know, it was a recent time. But yeah, it's just, I don't like those types of puzzles in, in anything. It's like yeah. those types and move the block, you know, shift <laughs> yeah, all the yeah. blocks around. I hate that shit. Thankfully, there's none of that in here. Um, yeah, I like the... Um, the light puzzles, you know, with with fire lighting things up. There's a it's couple very, of those. like Zelda type thing, right? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and and yeah, just the art design throughout that whole castle is so good. And there's Ethan some sort getting of fun... his hand chopped off. 
Oh my god, that part was in. <laughs> it might be my favorite part of the entire game. I it, th- yeah, that was an amazing moment. Yeah, uh, it's so just good. hilarious, just hilarious. That goof when he glues it back on is amazing because they so know funny. what they're doing. I love it. Yeah. It's such a it's, good moment. It's so funny. Like especially because I asked you like the day before. I was like. Doesn't Ethan get his hand chopped off in the first game and like yeah. stapled back on? I'm like, how does that, how is he, how is it functioning? And well, I mean, there's an answer to that, but also they lean into that gag. Yeah, they really do. It's, it's so, so good. Funny. It's so it, funny. I want to see a montage of every time his hands are like desecrated. I bet it's like 14 yeah. minutes long. <laughs> it's probably, yeah, it's probably quite a bit. It's yeah. a great I goof. Like, I love it. It's so funny. Yeah. And I like the, uh, the sort of, there's some good lore, you know, decent sort of lore in there of like the weird, you know, people being sent into the cellar and being turned into quote unquote mm, wine. Yeah. And I like the cellar. It's all just blood everywhere. And it was a good, it was good stuff. That was a good, fun Resident Evil ass, Resident Evil chunk of Resident Evil 8. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then it, it sort of opens up kind of. After that, a little bit. We're going to talk about the village? Yeah, I think it's... I like the structure of village. Me too. As a Me whole. Too. It's, the thing I like most about Resident Evil is the sort of circular level design <clears throat> structure. And Mastering and learning an area. Yeah, and coming back and, oh, I yeah. can use this key here now. And, oh, find this item. And 7 has a lot of good stuff like that but then you know the last third is is straight linear and uh, I think uh, like a sad thing about the RE formula is you spend like 2 to 3 hours learning an area like you learn the police station and you learn the baker house but then you leave it and you kind of feel a little right. bit like oh man I kind of miss it like I, I spent ages like learning every room and now I'm just like gone from it uh, and I think RE8 does a really clever job of solving that where you are just always coming back to the village and it's always slowly expanding and you're always seeing like new little parts of it. I thought that was really a really clever expansion of the format. Definitely. Yeah, I, I really like it. I, I think so what I was going to say is, like, you know, I like that circular structure. And exactly you, you like when I left the cop shop, I was bummed out because yeah. like, this environment is awesome and it's so fun to learn it and you never come back to it. And, you know, a lot of that, the rest of that game is very linear as well. And um, what's cool about Village is that by and large, it's sort of like the game is sort of structured like a wheel, right? Where it's like Village, the Village itself is is the center and then there's these mm. spokes off of it where you go on your weird amusement park rides. But the <laughs> nice thing about those spokes is that they are also more or less in that circular level design like the castle yeah. is that way the beneviento house is yeah maybe a little less so and the the factory is very much that and the village is that and it's so basically you have the whole game is adhering to that sort of circular learn the level structure and yeah, you get it yeah. you get like the completionist small scale you know castle factory yada 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 and then you're constantly coming back to the village and opening up more stuff. And yeah, I, I really like uh, I really like that. I really yeah, like the too. structure of it. It's uh, it's clever, and they the village can cont- like it, the village feels fresh every time you get back to it. Also because they they're changing the time of day and and they're spawning enemies and opening things up and uh, so like side paths to explore on your own like yeah. free you know it's really yeah it's really well done. It was really yeah it's very very clever. Um, and just pleased me that it was, it was just, it never went into the super linear, 
sewer, you know, or mm-hmm. weird Resident Evil lab. I mean, obviously the last like 30 or 40 minutes of the game are linear and that, and that's to be expected uh, because every Resident Evil game gets that way. But it was nice to just have it have like eight hours of just constant learning the levels and unlocking yeah, stuff. Agreed. Um, yeah. 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 And then, so I thought when it, it sort of, when I said it opens up, it doesn't actually open up. It's more like just the Duke puts a bunch of stuff on your map. And, uh, <laughs> How have we not talked about the Duke yet? I love that. He's guy. awesome. He's great. What a great character. Yeah. I, uh, I hope they bring him back. Like, I don't know I, how they will. I hope so. I don't know how it's going to work. Uh, you know, they'll probably find a way. <laughs> yeah, find a way. Yeah, he's great. He's a fun character. Um, and they they mark up your map with a bunch of things. And I, I thought, and I messaged you, and I thought, I thought you would be able to choose, you know, where which one you'd yeah, go to. Yeah, me too, but you, when I first saw it, yeah. You can't. And, and you know what? It, it, like, it's fine. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's, you know, whatever. Maybe one and, day. Um, yeah, so then you go into the house uh, Beneviento, which has definitely become the uh, the like famous section of the game. I would Hell say. yeah! Um, and it's great. It's really good. Yeah, very surprising. I uh, have never seen Resident Evil try more traditional, full-on like psychological horror. It's always been obviously survival horror. You know, you know, don't run out of ammo. Uh, get around the zombies. This is very straightforward, uh, you know, what you'd expect from a, like, uh, wow. PT. Or, PT. You know. Yeah. What's fun about, and this, I felt this way with 7, it was fun to, it's fun to play 7 and 8 and be like, ah, I know what, you know, what was the inspiration for this? I know what was <laughs> the inspiration for that scene. And uh, in 7, it was lots of, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Saw and things like that. And here, I mean, it's so much more scattershot and all over the place. So you go from... But it's fun to go from like the gothic horror, uh, classic vampire thing, you know, with a little bit of Bloodborne in there, even though they're both they're pulling from the same thing. Yeah. Um, and then you go into the full section where it's like, ah, yes, PT is a thing and yeah. is very influential. And the thing that works so well about that section is that it's in a game that is almost unrelentingly nonstop crazy. Uh the benefit that section goes quiet. It's, yeah, it's really quiet. slow and patient. It's like thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's interesting about it is it doesn't actually ever pay off in like some huge jump scare or anything. It pays off in like some weird fucking creepy shit. Yeah, it's more and, like atmosphere. And yeah. I, I'm not going to say anything else. I don't want to spoil it. No, yeah, we we should avoid uh, saying too much about it, but but it's it's really good. It's, it really it, is good. Yeah, you pointed out and the like fake hiding spots as well. And oh, that's great. Good, just good like tension, good psychological manipulation. You're just worried that entire time. Yes, yeah, and the the, the ring video of like going down the well, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to go. No, no, no. <laughs> No, I should say I played this whole game. You streamed the whole thing, yeah. Um, which obviously is going to give you a different experience. And I played the whole thing uh, in a pitch dark room with my ah. headphones on at night. Respect, and, respect. And um, and so this part was really effective. Um, it still got me, man. It still got me. Oh yeah, even in the light. Yeah, crawling down that. The, oh man, yeah, it's so cleverly done. Like even the the length of the stairway away from the well. 
the amount of time you walk <laughs> up that stairwell in the darkness and you're like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. And then, and then nothing. And that's and what's yeah. so cool about it. There's so many like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. nothing. It's really and patient. It's, I was like shocked by how patient it was. Yeah, yeah. And then the reveal, I said out, I, I said out loud, what the fuck? Yeah, it's <laughs> in awful. Like a, in, in a good, like, I am pleased by this type it's of like, way. It's like really upsetting body horror type stuff. <laughs> It's really upsetting. I, I didn't oh say anything. My God, my mouth was just open, and I was. Uh, it worked so well as well. Like I disturbed. was, you know, I, I'm. I've seen a few people. You know, they they don't look, but I was like perfectly looking down at the umbilical thing, and then it, like the light. Co- it just it, that whole sequence worked so perfectly, and it, you know, Ugh. it could maybe fall apart a little bit if you were to like just look the wrong way at the the wrong time. But uh, and the sound yeah, design. The sound design on it is really cool. It's it's like all coming through a baby monitor, right? Like it's yeah. sort of electronic. Uh, really cool. Really good stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, what a fucking weird, creepy section. <laughs> and it makes no sense. No, I didn't really know what was happening this entire game. I have game. no idea. I have no idea what happened. But who cares? It was fun. It was a cool, fun section. Uh <laughs> and then they counteract this long slow creepy ass section with a completely fucking dumb fish monster yeah. section and it's so stupid i feel really sad for that guy <laughs> yeah the poor guy i feel really sad ethan winters is like he lived no he died how he lived disgusting <laughs> i was like fuck off ethan like come on man where's your empathy this poor guy just wants oh to make his God. mom happy Ethan sucks. It's so I funny. I hate that guy. It's pretty sad oh for that god. fish boy. Oh my god. <laughs> I really uh, liked his there's section. Not much, there's not much to say about the fish section. It's pretty straightforward. It's pretty short. Uh, but Kind of remind me a bit of a Metro when it comes to the environmental stuff. Oh, definitely. Visually, yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, and even the giant fish monster. There's a weird giant fish monster in the beginning of Metro Exodus. Uh, mm. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, that 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 part is like it's fine, it's fun, it's it's a good counter. Um, I like the boss fight when he's raining acid from the sky. <laughs> yeah, he's like barfing everywhere. Yeah, that was good. That was good. And then uh, and then you go into the factory, which is a really long chunk of the game. Yeah. Oh, the visual design of that place was really impressive. I think I said when I was uh, playing it that it reminded me of um, what's the place in Lord of the Rings where they make the Urukai. Baradur, I think. That, I that's know. what it reminded me of for some reason. It was like vast and like, it was almost like a canyon, but also industrial. It was really weird. It also reminded me a little like, I don't know, it's kind of gave me like some Wolfenstein vibes as well. Mm, like yeah. the weird giant fact. Anyways. Like manufactured um, war stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the the castle and the factory are the two like big chunky Resident Evil sections of the game where mm-hmm. it's it's... It's a lot of looping around and unlocking things, and is yeah, it's great. Um, I think, I mean that again. I I don't have much to say about that section. I have f- like broader thoughts, um, and then I love the enemies. They are yeah, again, that's it's, what I was, um, yeah. It's throwback to RE4. Uh, it's the regenerators. They used to have like these weak spots on their chest. Ah, uh, okay. And I, I really like the enemies where it's on their back. And it makes you, like, think about how you're going to, like, take on this area. I finally actually used my flashbangs for the first time in the entire game. Oh, I never them. used them. 
one of the uh, one of the dudes I flanked around and like got under a staircase and shot like between the stairs in his back. Oh wow! It was just like, some like fun combat encounters and made you think a little bit about how am I going to approach these bastards and like the Iron Man guys at the end. Oh man, <laughs> ridiculous! Yeah. It was great. So the enemies is is that was the thing I was going to say as a broader thought for the game is. RE7's enemy variety sucks. Yeah, the mold people suck. <laughs> the mold people are interesting for like the first 20 minutes of that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're the whole game. That's all you fight in that game, right? Are, are, yeah. They're just mold men. Um, mold men and, and variations of them, basically. Right, yeah. There's like a tanky mold man and like a shield mold a Big man, fat right? one that bursts. And the boom. Yeah. Like visually bad and uninteresting to fight yeah um re8 has in, like tremendous enemy variety yeah uh and design and animation they look incredible all of it is fantastic yeah they're, mm-hmm. they're i mean they're to fight them all more or less except for the the later guys they're, they're more or less all the same they, yeah. they sort of shamble about and <laughs> and happen to like trip over themselves right when you're about to shoot them in the head and you miss uh, which <laughs> i do enjoy that it's that's all the modern games have been really good at that. Even two and three with the zombies, you know, they just, I feel like they know right when you're going to pull the trigger and they always shamble right when you're going to shoot them. But yep. Side but step. yeah, the, the variety, the visual design, the animation work, all it's just great, great stuff. There's, there's probably like, there's like three or four, like basically factions of enemies in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all, yeah, they're all really good. I, I the, was, the werewolves are also, like, they're really adaptive. Like, if you're on a roof, they just, like, sprint up there. They jump up there. If They climb through windows, and they are just coming after you. I was really impressed by that stuff. Yeah, and, and they... This is something that, weirdly, like, I remember from the first Rage. Where How do you remember the, that game? I don't know. The, the enemies, <laughs> like... I just remember it being a visually interesting thing that I hadn't seen before. Um, in rage and in very much with the werewolves here they they like they sort of like get low and like dodgy with their running in a way that you don't see enemies do in video games you know like Mm. they sort of get like squat down really low and you know they move like a person would move if they wanted to dodge shit coming at them right instead of just (laughs) like walking at you in a straight line yeah uh the werewolves are really good at that in this they 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 sort of they move like people would move in yeah. that, in those situations, and and it stands out amongst video game enemies because most of them are like the rest of the enemies in this game, where they just they just walk at you in a straight line. They don't they don't sort of contort themselves to be smaller or like more bigger and in your face. And the the yeah, the werewolves do a good job of that stuff uh, all the way through. Um, yeah, and then it goes uh, into the the last thirty minute. 30 minutes or 40 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it becomes Modern Warfare, which I thought was pretty hilarious. And, I hated that uh, part, man. Uh, I was I was just sort of <sighs> cackling all the way to the credits. Uh. I just, I hated like the airstrike stuff where you're trying to like airstrike something and you're getting hit by these zombies. I just thought it was yeah, obnoxious yeah, and annoying. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't janky. like that the story interjected with the gameplay like frequently. And I just, I just didn't like how often it got in the way for quite large portions of the game. And it is only at the very end, and it is only at the very beginning. And there is a skip cutscene button. So if I ever replay this game, 
I'm sure I will be much less annoyed by that stuff because I just don't give a shit and I think it sucks. I think the story in this game is abysmal. I think it's one of the worst game stories I've ever experienced. It's just absolute bullshit. I have no idea who Mother Miranda was. When I was playing it, someone in my chat was like, oh, she lost her child from the Spanish flu? And I was like, what are yeah. you talking about? That's like, in like one diary entry what somewhere. What the fuck yeah. is going on? It was just... it. It's so off the rails compared to Seven that it was just a bit confusing to me. And, you know, it it doesn't matter. I know it yeah, doesn't matter. Right. But it's just... Yeah. It is like three hours of the game. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah, and in my it case, sucks. like... In my case, I was just there and I was just... Most of the story stuff, I was just... Yeah, I, was, I just thought it was really funny yeah. and stupid and, and not, not... It was like, this is all so complicated and dumb and bad and I love it. And it was just like pure schlocky garbage. I don't um, really know why it was a sequel to 8, uh, 7. I, it, just, it doesn't yeah. seem like it even was necessary. It was just... That was why I probably was more frustrated was because I was trying to understand. Right. Uh, if yeah, I'd let I, go, then I wouldn't have given a shit. But I just played 12 hours of RE7, all the DLC, right, which explains yes, the Baker yeah. family and like the connections and the metamycite. So I was here to understand. And yeah. I, I was stupid for that. I should have just ignored it. Yeah, I, I thought about playing the DLCs before and I even installed and started playing the Chris DLC and got like thir- maybe 15 minutes into it and, and then just closed it and I was like I just don't care about any of this shit <laughs> uh, you, you did you made the right well, the, the DLC is fun but you made the right move just not even latching onto it at all yeah yeah like I, I but you know like I mean there a lot of the story stuff is objectively poor and oh, and it's poorly paced like there's no story in the middle for nine hours. Yeah, what the seven did the same thing where like you don't know what's happen- happening yeah. throughout the entire game, and then right at the end, like the biggest exposition dump in gaming history happens. Like Capcom, you can you can stretch stuff, you can reveal stuff in the story, like in the middle. First act, second act. You don't have to just reveal everything at the very end. This when game I'm has no acts. This game yeah. starts. Eight hours pass, and then it ends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Again, it's my fault. I shouldn't have been invested. I'm the idiot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I, I completely understand where you're coming from at, at having a bad time with that story stuff. But, uh, yeah, it was just... I, I was just... My hands and feet were inside the roller coaster, and I was just... Uh, <laughs> on, I was going. I, I'm let go and let God with the Resident Evil story, I guess. Yeah. That's the way to do it. If anyone yeah. somehow hasn't seen the story or played uh, the game yet, that's how you should approach it. Just don't care. Who cares? Just just let it go, baby. And uh, if you do that, it's a pretty fun and stupid roller coaster. It really and... is. I feel like my exasperated hatred for the story might be overshadowing how much I loved playing the middle portion of this game. I love this game. It is a pretty vast improvement over 7 gameplay-wise. But just like a massive step down when it comes to it being anywhere near coherent or cohesive. Right. It's just yeah. a circus fiesta. <laughs> and that's fine. That's yeah. fine. I can't fucking wait to see what they do with nine. It's gonna <laughs> yeah. be completely bad. Yeah, that post credit thing, like what the fuck? I have no idea. I have no idea where Resident um, Evil's going, but I'm on board. I've got some uh, miscellaneous things. Yeah. 
Um, I I liked bringing back like some more like gamification. I like Duke's uh, weapon upgrading. You can sell stuff to him, and there's even like this strange hunting thing where you can go around and kill <laughs> yeah. pigs and chickens and fish. Uh, and I thought that was fun. I yeah. I, I, like, I I actually played this game for like twelve hours because I kept looking around the village for secrets and loot and treasure and fish. I missed uh, some fish. I was so annoyed. Yeah, me too. I didn't get the movement speed upgrade. I was so sad. <laughs> Uh, and there's also like some some cool optional content in this game. You can like get in a boat and you can on your own volition just like paddle up and see some unique areas that you don't have to. And Resident Evil doesn't really have that stuff. So it's just nice to see the format evolve in a way which is more gamey. It's not just yeah, like this that linear little, thing. The, that little cave where there's like a computer yeah. in there, right? Yeah, that was option. Yeah. It's really neat. I think there are a lot of ways in which this game has like very very light open world influences in mm-hmm. it yeah and and they're they're effective they 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 feel good they feel at home in this it's kind of like when set. returnal lightly puts roguelite stuff in just to complement the game rather than being like it's open world it's a roguelite yeah. it like just takes sprinkles of it like resident evil an open world re8 would have not been good but these like very yeah. light little like yeah hunting few little side optional things it it's yeah it was really effective um i would also um, say like one thing we were sort of joking about semi seriously not so much i don't know was the the, the length the the right. hours per dollar ratio that sort of thing <laughs> yeah. um uh, it was a it's just a joke really from my perspective it's just sort of funny that they spend 4 years making a, an an 8 to 12 hour game um, yeah the thing but i mean is, we you know that was present, you know, like Uncharted is a 12-hour game, right? And they spend years on that. And yeah. what I was going to say was that this game does not feel short at all. No, I was going to say that there's actually a lot of content in the game, a lot of characters, and a lot of stuff happens. I feel like they could have, like, stretched out what you do in the game longer because all, like, the expensive production stuff is done. Like, the setting's done, the characters are done. They could have just somehow stretched out what you're doing in the game because it, I don't know, it just felt like um, you were skipping over some of this stuff quite quickly. And like the game looks amazing. The production values are insane. Uh, all of the stuff is fun. So when you like do the fish area in like 90 minutes, it's like, ah, like, yeah. can you just like, I don't know, made some more planks in the water for me to, you know, just like stretch it out a little bit. I enjoy yeah. I was like enjoying it. Why is it so short? But that's, yeah, that's part of the appeal i think is is that you're there's so much art like every single square inch of the game feels like original and handcrafted and you're bombing through all of it and Mm -hmm. it's kind of crazy but yeah it's i think i was nine hours and 50 minutes to finish it yeah and i think you were like an hour longer than that i was Um, 11 hours right and but like yeah i never once felt like it was too short or no, no, no. I was getting through it too quickly. I think it was five sittings for me to get through it. Four. Yeah, I think and each was one was four. like two and a half hours. And there's just there's so much happening. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. And you're burning through these like ridiculously high detail environments. And it just and it and for me, I was after the intro having a blast all the way through that it, you know it never the the length of it never crossed my mind and i was sort of like you in that when it was over i was kind of like oh yeah I, well oh i get oh i could have could yeah. have i go for another uh but for sure but but also it it lasted exactly 
the right amount of time. You know, mm-hmm. when a game ends in a way that when you're done with it, you're like, that was super satisfying. I would have gone for more of that. That's a good thing. You know, yeah, I don't I want agree. things to overstay their welcome, but it is worth bringing up in relation to RE3, which was what we talked about last year, which felt, it still feels like a scam. I mean, that that game is still full price, yeah. $80 uh, in Canada. And I mean, I think my clear time of it was like three hours and 15 minutes. Yeah, it's a joke. You know, and and so it it was nice to, to and you know, RE7 was the same thing. It was a, a nice eight hour, 10 hour thing mm-hmm. and uh, and felt substantial while still being linear and digestible, which is nice. Yeah. Again, I, I have uh, just a couple of miscellaneous things and I think I've yeah. probably said my piece. Um... Again, we haven't like talked about the gameplay much because Resident Evil is, you know, it's a survival game. It's supposed to, there's no auto-aim on um, controller. It's supposed to feel difficult to hit enemies. Yeah. Uh, and I actually did appreciate that. I don't know if you noticed, but the hitboxes are pretty generous. Like, they I'm are, definitely yeah. missing some of these heads and it's just like, it's giving it to me. Yeah. Um, I just, I didn't, I don't know if the enemies needed to be so bullet spongy yeah. It just felt a bit odd when I'm hitting like this little golem at the bottom of a castle dungeon eight times in the head. Uh, I know like the game gives you like plenty of ammo, but it just made everything feel not very impactful. Uh, I really enjoyed using the sniper because it was the only gun that like had punch and it would like and burst it people's heads. heads. Yes, yeah. It's just like the pistols and even the shotguns just they just felt a bit weak. It's yeah. not a big deal, That's... but you know. I felt that way about seven you know seven two and three and, and yeah eight. it just you know like the zombies in two at times you would shoot them in the head like 10 times right like, right when the f- what do you do like this is just a human it's a rotting human being like, yeah, you, you are right it is kind of a staple of the series yeah and i makes never, the magnum feel much better when you get that magnum Hell yeah. yeah it's just it's just always been a little weird though and, yeah. and i agree it's just sort of like oh my god how many times do i have to shoot you like what the hell is going on here do you know? Um, it's, it's do you know the only thing I fucking hate more than oh. the story? Oh. If there is a crystal in a room, oh, it's still red. A it's tiny so fucking little crystal leaves the room red. <sighs> Whoever made that decision, I want to have a word with you. Yeah. Why would? <laughs> You son of a bitch. There were like two or three little rooms you in the castle that bitch. were red. It killed, I was I'm so still annoyed. thinking about it. <laughs> I left one of the hallways red. Yeah, me too. And I was so annoyed because I popped into your stream, like the VOD, I think. No, I was watching it live because it was a little ahead of you. And I saw it. I saw the crystal <laughs> in the hallway and it was like, fuck. I hate I how like infrequent the, uh, the, the glitter, you know, the sparkle. Oh, oh God, it takes so long. Oh, it's so annoying. That being said, the map is still great. It two, is. The, the two map being introduced into into the whole series has been fantastic. And I know that I was being like a little bit, like I was exaggerating a little bit, but, but I do genuinely think it was kind of obnoxious game design because everyone's yes. walking around these rooms that are empty and have no loot except for a tiny crystal because it's red on the map. I've yeah. watched streams, everyone's doing it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So just have the crystals it, be like a bonus little, oh, I found this, you know. Yeah. Because they're not worth a lot of money either. No, it's like 500 uh, bucks grand, or something. In the grand scheme, yeah. 500 it's, lei. It was very annoying to have that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. 
But apart from that, honestly, like, my criticisms are mostly isolated, like, as I said, the first 90 minutes and the last 90 minutes. Like, the middle chunk, I'm pretty much on board. I'm yeah. a little bit, like, you know, trying to understand the story piss me off. Yeah. But uh, apart from that, the middle part, I love the right. I love the franchise. And I think 7 and 8 are maybe my favorite so far because they just go so bold with the personality. Like, the characters in this game are really good. And the, and the Bakers were amazing as well. Like, 7 and 8 have just had unforgettable, amazing characters, great performances from whoever does them. Uh, they're just great. They're great fun. They get good performances from their actors, and then those performances are brought to life, like, so well with their engine. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy how, how good the faces are in their games. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, yeah, that is sort of part of what makes me sad about some of the sections, like the vampire section coming and going so quickly, is, like, these characters, especially the uh, Lady Demetresque, or however the hell you say I, that name. The, the CU on the end always throws uh, me off every yeah. time. She's really good. Like the performance yeah, is good. The character is interesting. Same with Heisenberg. He's interesting. Um, yeah, the characters are interesting outside of the intro characters who just show up and then die immediately. And, and um, Ethan and uh, Mia. They just... Ethan is just so bad. It just cracks me up all the way through. He's so <laughs> serious. And he's like, hate he's such an asshole to everyone. And yeah. it's like, Jesus Christ, Ethan, just fucking take a chill pill, dude. Like, holy shit. But his hands getting chopped off makes up for it. I forgive it's it. so funny. Oh, God. That that gag is so funny. It is great. Um, I was curious. You know, we we I don't know if you wanted to bring it up, but it was the, the, the controller part of the game. Oh, um, yeah. Um, It was... A big letdown after Returnal, but that might be unfair because Returnal is so exceptional yeah. at it. I found some of the like trigger resistance to be maybe a little too dramatic. Like the sniper is so heavy, like I don't, I'm, I'm gonna break my trigger here. Like Jesus Christ, relax. I just don't really think the resistance on the aiming makes sense or feels good for first. Yeah, person maybe that's what it was just, throwing me off. It just like. Aiming is aiming. Like, I get it if it's on the trigger, right? Because, right, you're, you know, yeah. a gun trigger think has of the resistance. Logic of it. it just doesn't make any sense that why is it hard to aim <laughs> the the sniper and the shotgun? Right, it just, right. It just, yeah, it just doesn't really, didn't really add anything. I didn't anything. even think about that. Because the entire time I was like, this this doesn't feel good. But usually resistance, yeah. even in Astro with a bow, if, in Astro Playbot, um, Playroom, it, it felt good. So I was a bit confused, like, why did it feel bad? That's why I was like, maybe it was too much. But you're right. It's because it's aiming. Yeah. And I, to my understanding, I think Call of Duty does the same thing with some, with the guns, where the, the aiming trigger has variable resistances on it. And that just, it just doesn't make any sense to me. The only thing I really did like is you might not have noticed since the game wasn't very hard, but uh, aiming down the sights... Um, with the pistol, or I guess any other gun that doesn't usually have trigger resistance, the resistance uh, gets more difficult the more hurt you are, which I thought was oh, pretty really? cool. I only oh. noticed it in the factory. I was trying to aim with the pistol, and there was like a lot of resistance, and I like didn't realize that my health was on red. I was like, oh, that's cool. See, that's cool. That makes sense. Like, yeah. I get that as a usage. But when you're just full HP walking around with a shotgun, it's like, let me just squeeze this trigger. It's yeah. like... I'm just aiming. Like it's it's weird, yeah. Uh, you know, not uh, much haptic feedback, so you know. No, it's pretty light on the contr- uh, 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 yeah. But you There's, know, it's cross-platform and all that shit. Yeah, it's slap fine, some it's stuff fine. on it, I guess. The 3D audio again, very good in it though. Hmm. Uh, 
uh, quite noticeable. Though, uh, again, I remember RE2 had this problem. The footsteps from Mr. X slash Vampire Lady, you have no fucking clue where they're coming from <laughs> still. Like, they yeah, haven't yeah, figured yeah. out how to place those footsteps. It's like, is she right outside? No, she's, like, below me, a floor below me, and, like, outdoors. And, but she sounds like she's right outside this door, you know? It's just, yeah, anyways, it's, it's a small thing. I, when I said controller stuff, I meant, you know, you having to play it on a controller. Oh, right. <laughs> I got used to it, man. Listen, yeah. man, I'm a pro gamer. I adapt. Yeah. I adapt and I survive. I, you know, I just hated the werewolf section, you know, as much as At you because beginning. I yes. can fucking yeah. shoot anything. Yeah. I, uh, I weirdly like Resident Evil on a controller. I just think they're not hard by default. And just the additional part of having to take a little more time to aim, I don't know, it just weirdly works for me because the game, yeah. it's, it's clunky by default and... Um, and it sort of adds a little bit to the tension. It worked much more in seven where that whole game is much more tense. This is more of an action game. And, you know, I, it sounds like the PC port is maybe a bit bad, um, oh. but hopefully it gets sorted out because this will be a fun, it'll be a fun mouse and keyboard replay in the future. Yeah, where you can I'll be just... interested to see because when I was playing seven, I did hear that there is so- some sort of AI director if like you're popping heads and you're doing well, you get less ammo and the enemies take longer to take down. So if eight is adaptable like that, that could be pretty interesting. Could that be a really clever problem solving mechanic? I think. Yeah, I wonder. Because how do you keep it scary if you're popping heads? You know, without even thinking. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, RE eight is not. It's just not scary. Yeah. But like two and three, I played on PC with a mouse and keyboard, and and granted, also third person makes things so much less scary. Right. Um. But the 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 shooting part just is so easy on a mouse and keyboard, and that, yeah, there's totally fun to be had from that of just yeah. like demolishing everything. But uh, yeah, I I weirdly like Resident Evil first person RE on a controller uh, for for whatever reason. Yeah, I I, I got over it. I got over. Yeah, it. okay, that's good. Because I was I was worried initially for you. <laughs> yeah. Did you see my first stream? Fuck yeah. Oh yeah, it was rough. It was Jesus rough. Christ, I felt drunk. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, Ethan, he's just don't. He's I don't not very good at anything. So he's he's not including <sighs> aiming guns. He's just he's just kind of useless. <laughs> so glad that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm uh, very excited for nine. I would never not be excited for Resident Evil. Yeah. Every game has its problems. Every single oh, yeah. one. Uh, but they always have their pros and their amazing moments that you don't forget. You know, I'm the excited Baker to house see. Was amazing. You go yeah. ahead. I'm excited to see what they do with the four remake. You know. Uh, yeah. Because I haven't played four, um, and people fucking love that game, and I, I don't get it. But I do more understand now the appeal of a schlocky, action-heavy Resident Evil game because yeah. I have, I have let you know I was introduced with seven, and two is also very similarly paced to seven, and then three was much more schlocky action, but the price was so bad that I, I still can't wrap my head around whether or not I even like RE3. Uh, I should really replay it. And, and yeah, me too. Now that that's settled down. and But 8 was definite proof to me of like, okay, when when the schlock is done well and the action is done well, it's pretty fun. And, and that's part of the problem with 4 is like, I don't want to go and replay or play 4 uh, of old because like tank controls in 2020 or you know like, i mean yeah I what i'll say is like the whole yeah. of four so the whole of eight was inspired by resident evil four right there's a reason why everyone loves resident evil four 
Resident Evil 4 is really good. It is yeah. exactly like 8, except, you know, you don't have that little village you go back to. It's just a constant A little more cohesive part. as well. There's a big like. fish in Resident Evil 4. Oh, good, it's good, got, good. Okay. got the same enemies from the factory section. There's a big yeah. fucking troll in it. It's just... 4 is mental. It's absolutely there's, mental. There's big trolls in RE8? Two of them. Yes, that is true. Fuck. It takes 7 trillion bullets to kill. Yep. But yeah, 4 is very, very similar to 8 in a lot of ways. But it's longer... And it's more cohesive. It's just better. Four's better. I look forward to seeing what they do with four. And then, yeah, nine in like four years will be a riot. Whatever they do is going to be fucking ridiculous. So Yeah, how are they going to keep up their annual uh, releases from here on out? I don't know. Four, I mean, four is probably next year. Maybe it's it's like next fall. It's a long game. Four might be next fall, right? So it's like a year and a half between this and the next one. It's like twice as long as two. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I I wonder if they will maintain the yearly releases. I hope I, they I... remake six. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that would be amazing. That game's like thirty hours long. <laughs> oh god, never mind. Um, and yeah, there's also other parts in RE8, but we we will never s- touch them. Yeah, um, was it mercenaries or something? Mercenaries. I have no idea what it is. And then there's also that tacked on multiplayer thing, which isn't out yet. I mean, f- who, no. One oh cares. yeah, what is that? I forgot about that. I don't know. They delayed it. It's coming out later this summer. Ah, no one gives a shit. <laughs> they yeah, delayed it. The only time anyone's going to play it is when it's connected to a mainline entry. Yeah, no one's... You're like, I'll I don't, try I don't it. Know, I don't know why Capcom keeps trying to force multiplayer into the Resident Evil universe. Like, yeah, they've tried, like, four times. Yeah. It's always I shit. I don't get it. I don't get it. I look forward to us... Play, we're going to play through six at some point this year, it's, I think. <laughs> oh, you know, God, maybe over yeah. the summer. That game <laughs> I'm, sounds... I'm, profoundly stupid i'm excited um, and i look forward to that so yeah that should be good but yeah i would say you know i've only played i have played four of the resident evil games seven two three and eight and uh i would say eight is definitely my favorite of the lot uh which i was i was surprised about i was sort of like dreading re8 a little bit because mm. seven was fucking scary because i'm a big baby i don't like a lot of horror yeah uh and i played that game you know with the headphones on and it was a lot re7 is a lot to get through uh if you're a scaredy cat and uh so i was sort of dreading re8 but uh that was a silly thing (laughs) because man it was yeah like i said delightful just yeah just just a riot from start to finish it's hard to tell i can't tell if i like it more than seven because yeah I just think Seven is... I just think the Baker family, the house, it's just... I don't know. There's something so magical about that. It's just so yeah. horrific and it ties together well. But I do think Eight is a better game. If I liked Seven better, it would be very personal and just like how it came together. Eight, I do think, is a much better evolution on how that game plays, how Seven plays. It's a really good game. If it's you like great. Resident Evil, it's you great. should not miss it at all. No, God, no. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a I mean, ton why of would fun. you? You're going to get one every no, like four yeah. years. Yeah, and it's just, it's nice to have, like, a linear action game every now and then, you know? And and, and just something that doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. It's so stupid. It is so dumb. Uh, <laughs> That's how we should end this section. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. That wraps it up for this time. Jesus Christ, dude. That was almost three hours on two games. Whoops. I mean, you know, they were interesting chats. Both of the games had a lot going on. They weren't very straightforward. Yeah. They were both a bit weird and interesting. So, yeah. And we liked them as well, which is nice. Yeah. A bit of a change. Wow. A positive one. 
I don't think we've done overwhelmingly positive talk in quite a while. No, yeah, it's been at least a year. Yeah, March 2020 when it was Doom, Half-Life, and Final Fantasy VII Remake, probably? Yeah, yeah, I would say that was probably the last universally positive stuff we've talked about. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, It's been a year since we liked stuff. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, hopefully... Um, fingers yeah. crossed we can keep that going maybe the next one will most likely be just Biomutant and Ratchet and Clank uh, a rift apart rift apart yeah a rift apart rift apart just sing one one rift I guess I'm feeling confident about one of those being positive mm-hmm um but we'll see with Biomutant I am getting um, I'm getting weird Rage 2 vibes, I'm gonna be honest. You know what I mean? Like, this, like, flashy, colourful marketing, but then it's like an open-world game made by a small studio, and usually when that happens, the open-world isn't really that... I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to be judgmental. I'm going to remain silent. Mm. <laughs> but yes, we will talk in some fashion about Biomutant and Ratchet, and who knows? I, there's been a lot of, like, weird... Uh, movement around psychonauts 2 in the last week and a half <gasps> you know it's it showed up for me. preload like the maybe that's just going to surprise drop before we oh record God. next time and there will be three yeah. games who knows that'd be beautiful at the very least biomutant and then ratchet and clank the last playstation 5 game to ever be released yeah the only one that's needed the only yeah they're just going to make ratchet and clank and then they're going to say all right time for the ps6 moving on oh that's going to be so good oh god but apart from that, guys, thank you so much for listening to this long-winded <laughs> conversation. Hopefully you enjoyed it. A little bit more relevant this time. We actually uh, got this one out in, I think, reasonable time. Yeah, not like... Well, yeah, I mean, the original plan a while ago was that this was only going to come out in weeks. Weeks and weeks from now. But instead, it's it's only been like 10 days since Resident Evil 8 came out. Yeah, wow. You could almost listen to this and use it to, as a recommendation to buy a game and not completely miss out on all the zeitgeist. Yeah, almost. Almost. One day we'll get there. Uh, but until then, thank you for listening. If you like these sort of long-winded conversations, uh, we also do a podcast with our friend Ben. That is on, I think, all of the usual suspects, right? Spotify. Yeah. Uh, Anywhere podcasts are found, you can find... Well, I lump them all together. This this audio gets sent to that feed, but yeah. we also do a Defend the Podcast there as well. Every and that's, that's basically month. like everything a bit less uh, blockbuster AAA. Everything in between. Yeah. That's where we talk about that stuff. Uh, we have yeah. some good chats there with our friend Ben. So if you like this, maybe check that out. But apart from that, guys, we will let you go. Uh, until next time.